to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart, I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at nine, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. I'm so tired. (laughs) What else is new? No, but it's like, it's way worse. My baby will not stop pinching me while she sleeps. It's just like... Sounds like she needs some discipline. She needs some distance from me is what she needs. (laughs) God. It's so uh, I can't take it anymore. Well, you tell me in my experience, which of course is uh, a year and change um, behind yours, the mom attachment at the early stages is very real. I am still uh, desperately trying to construct the relationship with my son that does not involve <laughs> immediate crying upon removal from his mom's arms. Or do you experience something similar? She's attached to you, but not him. Or is that different? No, it kind of goes away. Like she'll be like, Dada, hmm. or like hi, hi, Dada. You know, she she loves Dada, but you know, she's still nursing, so Dada does not have the boob, and the boob is where the love. It's you're not squirting milk out; you're squirting love out. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Good, good luck, and if you uh, if you uh, if you learn some tips, I might benefit from. I don't I'm know happy, what I'm doing, man. I'm happy to hear them. Um, but uh, it is the first call-in show of the year, and I am eagerly anticipating the propaganda uh, propaganda presentation extraordinaire that will be on display tomorrow for the one-year anniversary oh, God. of the worst day in this nation's history, January 6th. You know, they keep calling it a memorial, or sometimes I see it referred to Why? as a memorial. You know, the only person who died was shot who died as a direct cause of the events was shot by the Capitol police memorial for whom Uh, (laughs) it's never really answered. I I just wonder, will the Brian Sicknick lie be resurrected tomorrow? Will they talk about those other guys who, you know, they died a couple days after released an entire um, podcast about like the radicalization of Roseanne Boyland and blah, 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 blah. And Mm. she like fell into an extreme, a right wing extremist trap and, it's like, you know, she got she's the one that got trampled, right? She's the one. The circumstances of her death are very murky. They she, are murky. I, I, they've, it's been called what? Like a drug overdose. It, it There's footage of yeah. it and it looks like some kind of trampling. There are allegations that the police actually attacked her and beat her. That's probably I, what happened. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I can't wait to see what is rolled out tomorrow. And of course, there's a CNN special starting at eight Eastern. If you actually have a cable subscription and or you're one of the three people who has CNN plus whatever the hell that is. You That's can tune a thing? in. Yeah, they have their own <laughs> subscription service now. And someone somewhere subscribes to that thing. But I, I can't wait to see what, what happens tomorrow. Anyway, um, you guys know how the call in show works. If you remember from way back when last year, of course, but uh, if you are new to the show, 
and you'd like to participate, there are instructions for how to do that in the description of wherever you may be viewing the stream. If you'd like to participate, but you're having trouble getting in live or you can't do it live, uh, of course, you can send us an email question. The one and only place to do that is the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash contact. Use the call-in show question form. And it uh, looks like we got a light list of questions tonight, so we should be able to cruise right through those. We'll get to those in the last half hour of the show, and we'll catch up with your super chats every half hour as well. Anything else before we hop into the callers tonight? Nope. All right. First up is uh, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, you there? Oh, it was Doc Holliday. Now it's Gilgamesh. I All want right. to apologize, Matt. Why I is that? We got off the show last time we talked about blonde. I could tell it blonde Scandinavian. Your last name. I well, I, yeah, I was I was slighted because I thought I uh, th- yeah I have hey, a I, plainly I Danish. Retarded. Your last name is Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's, felt it's, kind it's of totally no, it's totally yeah, fine. I felt stupid. I was like, oh my god, this is now. Here's the funny thing. I put a video out about Jack Murphy where I explained the whole Streisand effect. <laughs> Someone okay. complimented me and said, I have a very pleasant voice. Huh. And I was like, really? And so I asked somebody else to go, oh, yeah, you have a very, very easy going voice to listen to. I was like, when I hear what I sound like to other people, I'm like, oh, God. I sound, I Maybe everybody sound feels like that, though. Yeah, yeah there's there's some truth when, to that. Yeah, it's like I when I hear myself talk, I sound like I have a deep voice. But then I hear myself I'm like, oh, but to other people, it sounds like, oh, it's a great, pleasant voice. To listen to well and, that's good yeah, i've been oh i used i did take your advice on that that um about the obs i've been mm. using that more and more to do uh videos yeah obs and, if um if it's great software yeah. and it's free if, oh, if yeah. people are interested in how to produce shows like this one or record videos on the spot it's um yeah, it's got a did you do you have tr- any trouble learning it because it's kind of oh, no, it's got no, some quirks that, I watched but... I did watch a couple I watched one video where he went through it and the first couple of videos I did I forgot to put the second one on 1080p mm. so it was under as standard def but once I figured that out it was like oh it was easy to use and get articles up and everything and yeah. I said, how my one video I did is how can you tell someone, you know, has gone full retard? And I gave examples of Alec Baldwin and Jack Murphy and politicians and everything. (laughs) Well, wait, what is Is there a common thread between all of them? What unites Alec Baldwin and Jack Murphy? Well, it's Jack Murphy did the Streisand effect when he flipped out about the about that cucked article he wrote. Uh Uh-huh. And Alec Baldwin, when he did the interview with George Stephanopoulos, where, you know, after he said he was friends with her and then he admits that they weren't friends. I mean, he should never have done that interview because now they started thinking, you know, you know, they're coming after him for his phone and everything. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's full retard. And then, of course, Chuck Schumer talking about how they're going to kill the filibuster. You, know, you guys talk about this every time you have power. You don't have the votes. It takes 60 votes to kill the filibuster. Um, cause they changed that in 75 and I was like, he doesn't even have 50 votes. Cause, um, what's his name? Manchin already said he won't, ki- he won't vote to ever kill the filibuster. Yeah. You likely don't so, have cinema on that either. They, it's oh, all, no, no. it's She's all posturing. Election. Oh, yeah. I recommend watching a video Razor Fist did called, um, Simpin for Cinema, where he explains hmm. all about Christi- Kirsten Cinema and, and, um, points out why, she she voted impeach Trump both times. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's not the moderate they all make her out to be. 
So yeah, I'd recommend watching that video um, because it really does explain who she is because he's from Arizona. He's from yeah. that area. So he's the one that knows about her. And she apparently found out that he made this video and she's mad as hell at him for doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when, is the, when is the... Um... When are we going to get their stream together? When is this uh, Bloodsport episode going to come out? Because I want to watch she, that one. Oh, no. She wouldn't survive raise her fist. He would destroy her. Probably that, not. That she would, would hide funny. in the uh, bathroom stall. That's her yeah, tactic. Yeah, she would. Oh, did you see how fake that looked that they were chasing her in the bathroom? I said, that's as fake as the OJ slow you think it was fa- You think it was like staged yeah. or something? Oh, it, was staged. Why? it was totally because the woman. Why? She's illegally in the country because they want. She's trying to win, win re-election at home. So she has to basically convince the voters at home that she's this moderate, that she's standing up to the establishment when in actuality she's doing everything. They want to keep that seat in, in Phoenix. And so she has to convince the voters there that she's a moderate and that she's standing up to the establishment. And I knew right away because well, why they didn't wouldn't call she... the police on, on the illegal that her supposedly well, yeah. harassed her, you know, and everything. And the girl admits that she's illegally in the country. I'm like, yeah, it's it was clearly staged. But if it was staged, why would she hide in the bathroom stall? She why was, wouldn't yeah, she? Was... It made her look fucking lame. Yeah, she should have yeah, like owned well, them the with some, you know, shout them down and tell them and how it is. And look sympathetic to the voters at home that she's. That, that these people are harassing her at work. And it worked because how many people actually fell for it? I don't, does yeah. it really, does that change anyone's mind though? Is there any independent who's like, well, I, I wasn't sure about her, but then she hid on and the she, shitter for a couple minutes. Like I said, if you watch the video that Razor Fist did, he literally explains who she's, it's the box wine drinkers in Phoenix, in Phoenix, Arizona, that she has to convince to yeah. vote for reelect her. That's who she's doing that for. She's not doing it for us. We're not the ones trying to elect, reelect her. She's doing it for the voters where she lives. So she has to do all this stuff to seem like she's standing up to the Democrats when naturally she'll vote every, you know, but that's, but that's really my naturally vote along their same lines. But that's my problem with that theory is it's not really standing up. It's literally hiding from, you know? Oh, yeah. They have to make her look like she's opposed to the Democratic Party. So what do they do? They make her look like she's being bullied and harassed. So if you go poor Kristen, Kirsten Cinema, and then what happens? Like I said, watch the video. But he put it out right after that whole thing, and he, he explains who she really is. And does he it, does he think easy. that event was faked? Is that his opinion? Oh, yeah. or? oh really? absolutely. Huh? He's talking right. about how fake it is because he All knows right. more about her than I do. And um, so yeah, it was you know. And he also he talked, you know, he's talked about Abraham Lincoln, what a tyrant of a president he was. Well, and, a lot of that is true. That's for sure. Oh, uh, did you know he had a bill on his desk the day he went to Ford Theater? that would have prevented states from abolishing slavery at the state level. Oh, yeah. Prevented them from abolishing slavery. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's when I started thinking, okay, when the states, a lot of states left because of his tyranny, only about three or four left because of slavery. They already started abolishing slavery at the state level after they seceded. That's why so many former slaves fought for the Confederacy during the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, I'll have to look into it. Um, yeah. That's a, a lot of information in one call. So, oh, I'll, <laughs> so I'll have to probably end it there. But, lot, you know, like I said, I've, I, you know, I made a video about why that J.K. Rowling's right about men and women at the brain level. Hmm. Yeah. Because men right, are man. wired front to back and women are sideways. So, well, you guys have a great day. I'm <laughs> glad to finally get back on. All right. Thank you, you man. On? Yeah. You look great. <laughs> Matt, you look good, too. Well, thank you. I appreciate Congratulations that. Congratulations on your kids, by the way. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, Matt, your your beard is like the exact right length. No, it's yes, uh, it it's it's it needs to be it needs to be cropped a little. It's uh, what? No, yeah. it looks good. No, no, no. Well, you are the it's expert. Perfect. It's just perfect enough not to be scratchy. You know, I I don't trust beards anymore though because of this <laughs> this Jack Murphy hiding that's, his chewiness that's, thing. That's how bad it is that it has shattered your faith in beards. You know, oh I God. love a beard, but like. His, his made you not believe in it anymore. Well, the, the Goldman thing wasn't even on yeah. my radar with him. <laughs> and I'm a student of, of phrenology <laughs> and physiognomy. Foremost expert. I am. She's and the, the Dr. Beard Fauci of head shapes. Confused whole matter. And I didn't even know. <laughs> All right, get out of here. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, man. Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Okay, next up is... Do you is, know what text my mom sent me today? This is going to make your I'm, wife... I'm afraid to hear. No, no. What? A, a spook is a fed, right? I don't. I always thought it was like a racial slur. Uh, she was talking about Robert Malone, so I assume that he, uh, she meant fed. But she's like, that guy, the fucking spook, it's fed. And I was okay. like, so funny that you say that because... Uh, I've heard that theory elsewhere. Did she give a reason why it set off my he wife's likes- fed radar as well, but it was kind of ambiguous. I don't know. He's double vaxxed. How much can he really be trusted? Fed confirmed. That's all I need. England features that video in his article about Dave. Dr. Malone is a spook, a high level planted control opposition spook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello. No, no reason. Jay Val is up next. <laughs> Uh, sorry, we're not laughing at you, J Val. We're anyway. Yeah, I know. I can't. I wish I could listen to you guys like before I come into the room. It's too. But. It's too much to explain. Uh, Robert we're Malone is fed the, confirmed, but well, yeah. we're talking about the word "spook" outside of the racial connotation. Oh, oh, right, right. As in, it means, uh, it's a spy. Cold War term for spy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh okay. What am I thinking uh, of? It wasn't "spook" a racial slur of some kind. Let me look this up. Yeah, it's a black person i yeah, yeah it is yeah it's uh I, see, it's, I i grew up where reading novels so sorry well, all... I, I okay go, it's, okay i'm resetting go ahead i'm sorry what they do you want to yeah. talk about well anyways um do you remember the topic i actually wanted to talk about i've wanted to talk about it for a couple of weeks is um do you remember those american and that one canadian missionary down in Haiti that got kidnapped. I've seen yeah. a lot of episodes of I Shouldn't Be Alive where they featured on one of those. <laughs> no, this was recent, though. This was like, very recent. This yeah. was like uh, it It actually just ended like on the 22nd. Did I they think? get paid? Did somebody pay the ransom? No, they well, there uh, apparently there is an undisclosed amount paid, but the last 12 um, literally walked out of it. Like escaped in the dead of the night. Whoa. Oh yeah, didn't they want like uh? Didn't they want they Bitcoin? A million dollars or something? Person. Oh okay. Yeah, they right. wanted so they wanted seventeen million dollars to release all of That's them. That's right. And I I don't know what the circumstances are that there was only twelve um, that escaped. So five of them got released under some circumstances. <laughs> don't know if there was ransom or whatever. Interesting. But then, yeah, the last 12, it included a mother and an infant, a seven-month-old infant, walked for like uh, four or five hours through the middle of the jungle. Um, How did they escape? This is a white chick? Yeah, well, I mean, this was that, I mean, they're actually like Amish adjacent. What the uh, hell are they doing in Haiti? uh, There's 
a lot of like Amish Mennonite uh, missionaries down there. I've actually been down there as part of one of the groups. That's wow. how I knew about this uh, situation. A new mother has no business doing that. Well, yeah, they're visiting an orphanage and they got uh, hijacked. Huh. Let yeah, me they, ask they, you this. Yes. Is Haiti a lost cause? I have been there and it their issues have nothing to do with wells or money. It it's all culture. Wow. Like, it is 100% like you you yeah. You can give them all that money and they'll just develop a culture around like begging and stuff like that and it's just so seeped in that there's no respect for property rights you know oh it's terrible i mean do you think that how much of that do you think has uh to do with their low average iq because the dominican republic does pretty well yes and actually so when i was there i crossed the border there um so i actually went from haiti and we i went with another missionary to the dominican republic and learned a lot about like the social dynamics there apparently the dominicans are like really racist against the haitians Right. Hmm. It's because they have no foresight. Another show what? that I watched that was a huge waste of time, but the show Deadliest World's Deadliest Roads. There was this episode in Haiti where these people were taking this crazy bus journey uh, to Port-au-Prince. And it's like every time they took it, everybody nearly died, but they would never maintain the roads because they just didn't oh have the foresight goodness. to see it. Like well, in watching it, I was like, these people are so dumb. This, they must be the dumbest people on the planet. I don't know what it's. I know there's some like religious, like when they they follow this like voodoo stuff and they're yeah, extremely they're like anti anything that looks Western. But, but so it's like there's, there's a high rate of Catholicism, too. But they're they're also like witches. Well, yeah bizarre. yeah the witch doctors that's a huge it's mm. a huge thing and it's just a culture of just like they hate anything that looks too civilized or anybody's getting ahead of you so you got to pull them back down so like, why would anybody bother trying to why would anybody put their seven month old baby in danger to try to help well, these people five months old at the time when they holy left. shit to help these people were, that are clearly kidnapped. a lost cause well yeah i guess that's my if you opinion. go to haiti you just have to assume that you're going to get kidnapped right <laughs> uh, at, at this year, because the UN pulled out of them like a year ago, they used to be a very strong UN presence. And so there wasn't that much unrest, but they pulled out and stuff has just been going, burning, going up in flames there mm. for the past year. And these people are very naive. Like the people that were kidnapped, like I, I listened to a guy talk for like an hour and a half and he's pretty naive about like the situation and mm. the realities on the ground. But All right. naive enough to literally try sneaking out in the middle of the night and making it home by Christmas, I guess. So Successfully, apparently. You're telling me that these yes. people just Six. left and they got home. They snuck out. Yeah. Yeah. They wow. waited for the guards to come out. They they had a lot of debate about which night they were going to do it. And it was probably really easy. Need... Is there a place it, it I can... It wasn't that difficult. Is there a place where they've told their story? And I'd like to hear it. Is there a way to listen to it or read about it? Somebody posted on YouTube. I can send you an email. I don't have the link with me right now. Uh, Yeah, sure. I'd be I'd be interested to hear because that story just kind of disappeared and we didn't talk about it very much, but I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. There were planes flying overhead and they talked with the FBI afterwards and they were like, yeah, we were monitoring the health of the people um, that were there because they were kidnapped for two months. Yeah. Okay. uh, Well, thanks for the info. I appreciate the update on that. I hadn't heard anything about it. I thought that was an interesting story. And yeah, nobody really reported on it. Like if I look on the YouTube videos, half the people don't believe, like think that they just paid the ransom and then lied about it. No, I have no reason. 
yeah, I have no reason to doubt these people's story. They're too naive. Like, they're not that cunning. Hmm. Like, for one thing, for another, I trust them. Yeah. But. All right. Well, thank you, man. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Yep. You too. Okay. Casey Lee is up next. Casey, you there? there? How are you guys? Hi. We are well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I had been um, a happy new year, first off. You as you well. You too. I had been thinking about you guys. I hadn't, um, I hadn't been checking into the show in a while. Uh, the past, uh, I don't know, three, four, or five months. Just been um, since actually since the end of summer. Just has it been has that been long? Bad. I thought I'd, I thought I'd heard from you more recently than that, but I can't remember. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's a blur. It's in me, but yeah, I just kind of fell off the radar a little bit. Just some life stuff, and didn't really have anything to say. But I was just checking in tonight and uh, wishing you a, a happy new year. I did get a. Um, email matt because some uh some some uh some guy named cody checked in on your um on your community page site and i know mm -hmm. i had done the same when i moved to north idaho last year and told you guys i was gonna try to but i never got around to getting a meetup but looks like maybe you know I'll, we'll try to pull something together but um and I'll, please I'll, do so that i can crash it because when i do that people <laughs> treat me like a celebrity and it makes me feel really good about myself that one's yeah i remember that spokane picture was pretty cool I know. I do have a lot of, uh, you know, I'm kind of a social butterfly around here. So, I mean, I know like, um, I know the manager, you know, and the owner at the beer house and the Chalice Brewing, which is downtown. You should check that out. Um, it's a great, it's got a great space for a meetup. There's also my friends over at the, um, the Daft Badger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stuff in. As long as I don't have to organize yeah. anything, I'm in. How big of a town is Coeur d'Alene? I have no concept. Like 50,000, I think? It's just like basically the yeah. same size as Bozeman. I run into Casey roughly. all the time. And he yeah. has an increasingly growing beard. And so he's like less and less recognizable. I would walk, I would have rocked right past you the other day at the grocery store. Isn't that the default <laughs> in uh, in North Idaho? Doesn't everybody, every man But when at least? I met Casey, he had like a little beard. It, it wasn't ah. like the, he's really bearding out these days. Yeah. Also had like you know a sport coat and a collar and all my like San Francisco kind of like you know vernacular and it's just now I've tried yeah. to like you know I got my uh, Glock 17x and the beard <laughs> and you know I'm just so you've assimilated you have you have ditched any Californian that was left in you well no I just I just found my Michigan roots and I just kind uh, of yeah. like washed washed away that other bullshit you know yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well thank you for the. But it is not. It's not a Jack Murphy beard or, or, or John Goldman <laughs> or whatever you want to do. It's not one of those 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 weird groomed beards. Those weird beardy guys. It's just like a natural type. Of I thing. don't know. I've seen your profile. It checks out. It's okay. Okay. All right. Um, anything else for me, man? No, that's it. I was just calling in to say hi. We look on the next time. And next time I'll bring a topic. You know, love you guys. Have a great rest <laughs> of your show. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. Bye now. We might have to back off your mic just a little bit. Or because oh feisty sometimes. blonde, you, you just your mic will peak a little bit if you're right on it, yelling and passion, you know, anyway, just cal calm down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I ran into Casey at the grocery store the other day and he was asking me, like, what's going on? And like, yeah, like, we're trying to have another baby. And then I was like, but I'm scared it's going to be like the last time. And then I just started sobbing in the grocery what? store. People were looking at me. That means I, you're I already know, really pregnant, emotional. probably. I, I, who knows? <laughs> Not that I'm trying just to start any trying. rumors. No, I mean, I, I I don't know what's going on. I um, I just, I swear to God, I have PTSD from the birth of my daughter. Well, and I, you're supposed I, I just, to have the opposite. Women are supposed to forget. There's supposed to be something innate within you that makes you forget the trauma. Of, no, it wasn't the birth trauma. It was all the stuff uh, that happened after. 
It was like they kidnapped oh, her. All the we health issues and all week. that stuff. Yeah. But there were no health issues. She was totally fine. Yeah, it was all like made up by over cautious medical personnel. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm thankful that we didn't have that. We had the was, opposite experience where he was away from us for all of five minutes, maybe. Really? Uh, they did a couple tests. That was it. Yeah. He That's never. Great. That sounds ideal. Yeah, it was awesome. Other than the, you know, the Corona masking bullshit and the fact that they wouldn't. I still have resentment that I couldn't see the moment of my parents meeting their grandson. Yeah. That because sucks. of Corona yeah, bullshit. Of that still pisses me yeah. off. Yeah. But, you know, you, you pick your battles. And uh, that was the battle that, on which I had to surrender. But uh, I, that will always stick in me a little bit that they did that to us. And at least you could do it like in the comfort of your own home and stuff, though. Yeah, I guess we could have done that. But then you got to wait an extra day or two. And it still bothers me, too, that my parents couldn't meet their grandson as a couple, like as you know, both of them together. Oh, they so had to it was go one by one. Only one visitor. Oh, in the hospital. Okay, because yes. that picture you sent me. Okay, never mind. I just assumed that you guys did it all together when you were at home. Yeah, that was the next day. So to be fair, it's not like there okay. was a long delay. But um, okay. but I still am bitter that that moment of my mom and dad meeting their grandson had to be partitioned off in that way. Yeah. It sucks. Bullshit. <laughs> what? Did so, is there a chat about your nose or something? What's going There's on? There's like 40 chats about my nose. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I get am the rulers out on the screen. And... Somebody did that once. <laughs> All right. Let's get at least one more call before the bottom of the hour here. Nomad, you there? Yep. What's yeah, on your I mind? I hear you guys loud. Great. You know, Blonde keeps talking about how fat people are going to die from COVID, right? How black people are going to die from COVID? I heard fat. Fat. Fat people? No, I kind of feel like everyone's going to be fine unless you're super old. Uh, I know a guy who was 49, knew a guy who was 49 and overweight with diabetes. He died. Mm-hmm. But because of this COVID crap, instead of... Uh, Trying to talk about body positivity, I've gone on this uh, keto diet and dropped 70 pounds since the beginning of October. Holy Damn. shit, that's a lot of weight. Do you feel better? I do feel better, but my back screwed up from a hit and run driver. No. Oh. Well. So that's how I gained all the, a lot of weight in the first place. Oh. What city was it in? Here in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, man. H- have now, you lost that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we have the crappiest drivers because we get so many illegals driving over here without insurance. And yeah. they don't care. You, you lost all that weight. Did you do it all through diet or was there an exercise program too? I have been more active. I've, I've been doing DoorDash for exercise. Oh, okay. As in you're the delivery guy. Right. Yeah. Well, they say that losing weight is 80% diet. Yeah, the, keto, the dietary discipline is always the toughest thing for me. I, well, keto is great because you, it's not restrictive. Oh, I, I just fed my kid. Um, so tonight's the 12th night of Christmas. So ah. we did a 12th night dinner. He got he gets T-bone steak, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing and gravy. I get Yum. steak. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think you can have broccoli. <laughs> Yeah, I could have had broccoli, but I don't hate myself that much tonight. Oh, it's so delicious. Is uh I know I know generally like what what's included and what's excluded from keto, but um what about uh it it doesn't exclude all dairy, does it? Just some or what are the rules on dairy? 
No dairy. Um, it, no dairy at all? No, no. You can have dairy in moderation. Okay. You just have to keep an eye on the carbs. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking about paleo diet. Hmm. Yeah. No, cheese is my savior. How I long did it... Like when you got into anytime I try to be like uh, super disciplined about diet like that, there's always a, a, an initial day or two or three where it's really rough and I get headaches and I just and feel like crap. There, yeah. How long did you experience that? And then how long did it take you to get over that where it just started to feel normal? I feel like I have a lot more energy now. Um, hmm. When I first started the diet, I did not go through the so-called keto flu, but I bought some supposedly keto snacks and it took me out of ketosis and going back on keto because damn false advertising. But going back on keto, I felt lousy, like I had the flu. Yeah. And, hmm. you know, so it, it actually sucks. like upsets your digestion. It's not just you feel bad. You're talking about you had uh, like you had s- symptoms of illness, basically. Right. It pulls down your energy level really low. Um, okay. Because your body takes time to switch gears from getting uh, energy from fat to uh, getting energy to carbs and then ener- back to energy from fat. And you can tell, like, you, you you talk about ketosis. You can, can you almost feel that physically? Is there a way to tell that you've entered that mode or however you... Do you test you... your urine? Yeah. I tried that whole peeing on a strip thing in the beginning. And then I realized I can kind of tell. Um Carbs give you kind of like a sugar high if you haven't had them for a while. Hmm. That's uh, of all the man, carbs might be the last so-called vice I could ever give up in my life. You can do it. It's it's tough. I don't know. I've never made a serious attempt at at going virtually carb free. Um, I don't know that I want to live that way. I <laughs> I need some pizza. I need some. I don't know. Just give, uh, pasta, bread, whatever. I need all those yeah. things. Oh, I miss it all. I miss it all. Yeah. I I I came from a, a Jewish family and uh, on one side and a Southern family on the other. Mashed potatoes, gravy. Oh, I um, forgot about potatoes too. I, I there's no yeah. circumstance under which I can give up potatoes, dude. You can have sweet potatoes, right? Can you? No, those they're still oh, not no. the same. No, what? Carbs. Sweet potatoes are better, though, because they have uh, more beta carotene, hmm. but they, they're still loaded with carbs. Hmm. Man. Well, maybe I'll give it another crack. It's like I've tried I've tried being cleaner in my diet before, and sometimes I've lasted better than others. But even when I've lasted a month or two, I always end up going, okay, I did that. Th- this sucks. I want to go back to fun life, and I just do. That's how it always yeah. ends. Uh, the reason I did this was because I've got a stick around for my kid he's 12 years old now yeah and he needs a dad yeah yeah it's it's good and admirable of you to to think about that and to make sure that you're the best dad that you can be for that kid and that includes taking care of yourself obviously well i also looked at that uh picture i was in from the tucson meetup and i was wearing a purple shirt and i swear i looked like freaking grimace Purple is probably, uh, yeah, for that reason, a rough color choice if, uh, you know, if if you are uh, a person of size. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the photo for what it's worth. I have no idea. And I'm sure yeah, I, I didn't call you Grimace. I can't you put it beard. I was the only one without a beard. Oh, there, I think. Well, what, have you 
Have you made progress on that front? Sure, you've lost 70 pounds, but talk about the real issue. Where's your beard? Yeah. It grows in patchy. I'm, I'm so ah. screwed. You get out of here. Yeah, not my friend. Talk talk to us when you fix that issue. Yeah, for real. No, uh, congratulations. That's really cool. I'm glad to hear it. And um, and I admire your discipline. Perhaps I will learn it one day. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys have a great new year. Enjoy your 12th night of Christmas. You as well. And I hope the show is excellent for you this year. Well, thank Thanks. you. Appreciate it. Bye. We are uh, due for a break. Um, over on DLive Pilot Grove, thanks for supporting the show. I'll check in on Tippy Stream as well. Do you have YouTube ready to go or do you need a I moment? I do. Kelwin says, back in one hour, in my defense, I was still thinking that there was a three-hour differential for Arizona. I still can't figure out why many stupid states still switch between standard and daylight savings. Yeah, it's all dumb. Pretty much every state does except for... Is Arizona... Two or three states? Yeah, it's just a handful that don't observe daylight savings time. This Hawaii? I have no idea. I know Arizona's one, but that's about it. Manda, happy new year, guys. Your show has been such a bright spot in my life since I discovered you two years ago. God bless. Thank you so oh, well, much. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And happy new year. Um, By the way, I ran into some people at a party and they went up to me and they were like, you red pilled us when we lived in Portland. <laughs> wow. They didn't. You, you hadn't. And me. Both of us. You hadn't. Um, You didn't know these people prior or what? Nope. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's an honor for to hear that from anybody, but to break the Portland bubble—that's that's an accomplishment. Are you? But I um, feel like if you sought us out, then you probably were on your way. But it was the Kavanaugh coverage that brought them ah. on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet we often wonder. Um, you know, because obviously there are episodes of um, hopelessness, black pilledness. And you wonder episodes, <laughs> maybe constant themes, mm, but that's the mind. thing is every single time that happens, it's not like you get a notification from that person. Oh, hey, I, I, I hadn't uh, my, my perspective was changed on this because of, you know, this this thing that I your material that I found. It's not just us, by the yeah. way, it's anybody else on the Internet and it's people out there having conversations in daily life, too. But you, that's kind of my point is you. When that happens, you don't get uh, a notification on your phone. Hey, you just converted somebody. I wish I did. You kind of have to have faith that it's that it's happening, and um, and that's really cool to get that to get that reassurance that it is. Do you know these yeah. people personally, or just kind of happen to run into them? No, I I don't know. I met them at a party. Hmm. It was like a right wing party. It was the kind of place they didn't like see me on the street or something like that. You know? Huh. That's um, cool. Long Don John, don't waste your time with Getter. Is that how you say it? That's how I say it, but I, to be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not. Yeah, on they it banned yet. Nick Fuentes. So fuck these people. Uh, they already confirming, did. Yeah, they're confirming their shadow boxing, uh, shadow yeah. banning Elijah and others, and banned Nick Fuentes and any mention of the term Groyper. That's so lame. Great, we need another boomer platform like controlled by China, where nobody can talk about anything they want to. I'm, awesome. I'm a little bit suspicious too. I saw. I don't know, so don't take this as fact, but I saw Gab was saying the other day, Andrew Torba, I assume through the Gab account, was saying that Getter just mirrors your numbers from Twitter. So there was all this talk that, oh, Joe Rogan went to Getter and he has a bazillion followers there. But the claim from Gab and Torba was that they just mirror the numbers from Twitter. Yeah. And and I have to, I don't know if that's true or not. But I have to admit, I'm a little bit skeptical that hundreds of thousands of people are flocking over to Getter on a moment's notice. And I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that to disparage Getter. I haven't 
used it. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. And I know that there's animosity toward Twitter. And I know that the people who run Twitter are a joke. Yeah. But the numbers are just, they seem too high to be real to me. There's no way. Um, Tom, twelve, twelve. from now on, whenever you say CNN, you must immediately follow <laughs> it with brought to you by Pfizer. They're uh, one in the same at this point, I would think. Yeah. Um, Spard says, Blonde, you should go on Women's Hour on the Academic Agent channel. I'm sure lots of people would love to see the crossover. You know, you're like the third person this week that has told me this. As a general rule of thumb, I don't invite myself on people's channels because it's lame and desperate. But if you guys want to put in a good word for me and they ask me, then okay. Um, one last one, Phil, the state department should confiscate the passports of those missionaries. Once they return to the States, they've not learned one thing from their experiences and will just continue to make bad decisions regarding these shithole countries. <laughs> you guys have to be Haitians now. That seems a little harsh, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's true. What these, what are these people? I'm going to take my five month old son to come, you know, to, to improve the quality of life. Yeah. these Sub 60 IQ black people. It's like, all right, bitch, what are you doing with your life? Well, I, yeah, I think that that individual decision there's probably a little bit reckless um that said yeah i don't you know if if people want to go on their religious missions to try to advance their their views and their philosophy and try to improve the living conditions i I don't have a problem with that necessarily but but yeah it's this sort of idealism where you you are oblivious to the risks especially when you put a child at the mercy of those risks i think that's got to be questioned a little bit that said um I don't know. Revoke citizenship might be a little harsh. I think. I don't know. Execution by firing squad, except for the baby. You <laughs> well, tried to help people. Yeah. Idiots. What were you thinking? Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me check oh, in. On, Sorry. Yeah. Let me check in on tippy stream here real quick. Long dong. John says, to be honest, I understand why Jack Murphy's wife likes sleeping with other men. It's like someone dropped a grain of rice on the carpet just imagine what'll happen to his kids, uh, though. Imagine when their middle or senior school classmates find out. Well, <laughs> I'm the only one on the screen right now who hasn't seen his butthole. So, <laughs> but whether it's him or anybody who's involved in in pornography, um, that is a consequence that you're going to face later in your life. You think but of- I don't think that that's it. And I watched a Ramsey Paul video about this, and I think I might have been wrong about the Jack Murphy story being inconsequential from a cultural standpoint. Hmm. So maybe we should have covered it because the thing about it was that he was he was a grifter. He was always this like this hetero flexible like Jewish faggot that just just slid into the right wing, and everybody gave him a bunch of money because he's like, oh, I'll teach you how to be alpha when he's sending his wife out to get banged by other dudes or his girlfriend. It's like, this is the kind of stuff that, that maybe we should be paying attention to. Like it was a grift. I have never heard of this guy until he was brought up in our chat. I I have no idea who the hell he is. So it's Mm -hmm. not like, um, you know, we talk about like in general conflict among YouTubers, not really my forte as we've kind of talked about, but this wasn't like, as far as my knowledge of this or not, I've never heard of him. And my yeah. my understanding of him is entirely through the chat at this point. I've never heard a damn thing about the guy. Now I I've seen you know I've, I've seen but what then the it's chat like is saying. Buyer and beware! Seen... It's like if you're getting you grifted by people like this, like if you're paying somebody a hundred dollars a month so they can teach you how not to be a pussy, like 
maybe you should just go up and start talking to girls and, <laughs> well, and stop giving this guy your money. Then again, we've seen how tough that is. Uh, you know, I was in it that same boat. really tough. Yeah. Four years ago at this point. But at least you yeah. could retain more self-respect than by finding out that you've given a bunch of money to somebody like this. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I just that, that's also not a sphere that I'm involved in at all. I don't know that area of yeah. philosophy, content creation. That's not that's not media I consume or ever have. So I just it's not it's not in my sphere of understanding or sphere of consumption. Sphere but, of uh, consumption. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil also says when Democrats uh, move to not seat the new GOP Congress members uh, after the midterms this. Oh, sorry. When Democrats move to not seat the new GOP Congress members this fall after the midterms, can we stop pretending that elections matter then? Well, this is very it's as I've mentioned, if there's anything other than a gigantic embarrassment for especially House Democrats, uh, I will be viewing that as evidence of shenanigans because there's no way they don't get totally wrecked in the fall. Right. Yeah. Um, but and you can already sense the desperation. Why do you think this January 6th stuff is is uh, being presented so aggressively? It, it, yeah. this, this is what they have. This is what they're doing. This, this is their well, yeah. number one issue. Oh, poor us. Uh, we were victimized. Uh, the, if you vote, they're all doing the media tours, too. Ed Lou or T- Ted Lou, not Ed Lou. Ted Lieu and uh, Swalwell were both out there saying, well, if we lose the majority, then, you know, our country as we know it is over. But they always say democracy is over. I'm getting really tired of this shit. Yeah. Getting really tired of this. These people and their our democracy language. I used to think that was academic. Oh, our democracy. Because, yeah, we're a constitutional republic. I used to think that was academic because we have democratic elements. We're constitutional. It's it's about what you prioritize. Mm-hmm. Is majority rule the most important value that we have or is the protection of people's rights the most important value that we have? Yeah. That's yeah. why democracy is an in- inappropriate term to use. But they keep using it and I know they're not mistaken. They're doing it to try to confuse. They're doing it to try to th- to try to condition you to believe that simple majority rule is the way this country ought to be. And uh, why would anybody believe that? I, uh, tons of people do. Tons of people do that. We think that majoritarian tyranny is somehow justified, yeah. justified. If the majority wills it, then it's OK. Well, when the majority votes to kill you, tell me how justified. Tell me how fair. Tell me how moral that system is. I know. These people, uh, th- this fall is going to be something to watch, man. I can't wait. As far midterm yeah. elections, I know we often sleep on and, and you know, they're usually less, uh, there's less attention paid to them than your presidential election, but this year is going to be something else. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I'm behind schedule, so we'll have to come back to uh, the chats. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let's get back into the calls. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Sunshine is up next. Sunshine, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Hi. We're doing well. What's on your mind? Well, uh, I wanted to try to redeem some of us in your guys' eyes. Some of us, what, who's the us? Some of us that uh, like uh, Leon the Professional. Oh, oh, all right. You're here to defend it. Uh, that's good. I would like to hear it. Uh, not so much as defend it, as to uh-huh. more contextualize the time. Well, for, for me, for instance, I uh-huh. first watched Leon the Professional in 2002. I was 17 years old. And, and you know, at the time, I didn't know anything about Hollywood other than they make movies. 
So mm -hmm. at the time, you know, you're not really looking for that kind of stuff inside the movies. And I, I don't know if it is, but I was told at the time that it was like a French film. And so I was like, ah, those Europeans, they're, they're weird. Did you watch the, uh, the, which version did you watch the U S version or the director's cut? I don't know if the director's cut was out at the time. Cause I think okay. that came out many years later. Okay. Um, and the, I know the movie came out in the nineties. I watched it in 2002. So I don't know if it was yeah. out at that point. But and I, I remember in our Telegram chat telling the other guys when you announced that you were doing that the next week, I'm like, uh, he might not like that because I think there's some keto stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, no, what are you talking about? And I and most of them are like me where they haven't seen the movie in like 10 years. Yeah. And so most of us saw it when we were young and we just weren't really attuned to that kind of stuff back then. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw it years ago and it didn't even occur to me. But isn't the isn't the scene where she's dressed up like kind of performing in front of him with that uh, Marilyn Monroe thing? That's that's in the U.S. release, is it not? Yeah, it's a very Desmond -y scene. Yes, she looked like Desmond. Yeah, I've never basically. looked up at a picture of Desmond honestly, so I don't know what. <laughs> what happened to Desmond? By the way, is he dead? He, no, he's still alive. Hmm. He's too Getting... old for most for the the taste of his clientele now. I, I suppose. <laughs> what is he? Twelve? They're like. Eh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, okay, so c carry on. Well, it, it, the, the thing was, is, you know, most of the guys in the chat, they hadn't seen a movie in 10 years. Same yeah. with me. I think the last time I saw it was probably 2007, you know. So it's just one of those things where, you know, the stuff about in the movie fades away. And all I remember is a good revenge flick about it, you know, where mm -hmm. he gets revenge for yeah. her family getting killed. And it's, you know, not until you guys pointed out, it's like, oh, there's some pretty nasty stuff in there. And well... I don't know. I might be more susceptible to these arguments if I didn't know that the director was already a pedophile. I didn't know that until Matt pointed that out. I, I like I said, I thought I, I don't know if it is, but I was told at the time it was like a French film. And so I was like, oh, some French director. Yeah. Uh, OK, so has your are you saying your opinion has changed now or do you still see value in the movie? Uh. I see value in my memory of the movie and mm. I don't think I'll ever go back and watch it again. Mm. Yeah. Cause, cause I, like I said, I remember it as a good revenge flip flick with a great ending sequence there at the end where he gives the grenade pin to the cop and yeah. they both explode and I'll keep those memories and I don't want to go back and watch it. Yeah. And well, I can see, I can see an enjoyable movie there if they simply, deleted a lot of the stuff that's particularly in the director's cut. But, but for me, it's like, I know what the director wanted the movie to be. And he was forced to delete those scenes through just public sentiment, through public demand, not because yeah. he had some moral conscience against it. And I've, I've had some people push back and say, well, yeah, you know, um, your, your movies, are the other movies are depicting horrific violence and torture and all this. Right. But, this is the real sexualization of a real child, a real, a child, real yeah. 13 year old Natalie Portman on sexual display for a fictional character of Leon, but mm -hmm. for everybody that's watching it. And I obviously I don't ever turn off any of the movies. I try not to I try to finish a movie that I'm watching even just for fun. I try not to just leave a TV show or a movie in the middle of it. This was probably the only time in, the, in this whole segment that we've been doing for you know, three quarters of a year now where I've wanted to just turn off the movie and walk away on principle. I know That's, it was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's understandable. You know, again, 
contextualize at the time, I didn't know who Roman Polanski was. I had no idea who Epstein was, you know, I, and most of us just didn't even consider any of that stuff when we're watching a movie and being 17 years old when you're watching it, it, it's a little different, but yeah, I would not go back and watch the movie nowadays. Definitely don't want to see the director's cut. And uh, I can't recommend it. Yeah. (laughs) And Uh, I didn't even know anything about the director. Uh, until you'd mentioned it on your show. Yeah. And, I was like, oh, and of course, man, normally I, I, I don't, I, I, and I agree. That's another thing people, well, can't you separate the art from the artist? Yeah, I can. And obviously I understand there are lots of pieces of shit in Hollywood. And if I wanted to dig into the personal lives of every director that, that we've done, uh, the director of every movie we featured, there'd be a lot of dirt to find. But the reason this is relevant is because it's directly related to the content of his movie. This is a guy who has an effect who has an appreciation for very young women putting very young women. They're not, I mean, what's the, what's the technical term? It's not pedophilia. It's uh, it's pederasty or like, yeah, whatever it, he himself uh, seems to have been involved with like a 14 year old girl who he eventually married and then ditched for another younger girl later. Yeah. If his movie was about unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not relevant, but his movie is about sexualized 13 year old girls. That's directly relevant to his tastes. I know. Exactly. It's like the, um, oh, I almost said Polanski, the Podesta artwork in their house. I'm supposed hmm. to be like, oh, should I separate the art and the artist? Because hmm. they, that person was a pedo too. Do you remember all that artwork? I don't know the artwork. I know that oh, they have like- a lot of allegations against them, but. It was this artist that uh, did um, really creepy drawings of like dead and tied up children. Pizzagate's real. That's nasty. Hmm. Hmm. I've never heard of that, but uh, even if it's uh, defamatory of the Podestas, I I will allow it. It's probably true. (laughs) I'll, I'll send this to you. Yeah. Podesta artwork in house. All right, we got to get the boot. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, another debate that my wife and I have because she calls them the pedostas, but I like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? Oh, that's actually. I like pedoesta. That's my preferred oh. pronunciation. I like pedoesta. She prefers pedosta. I think Just, hers is better. Yeah, it probably is, but pedoesta. I'm going with that. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts for me, sunshine? Uh, nope, that was it. Um, I did want to uh, confirm that uh, about the Getter thing. Uh, yeah. The quartering showed that uh, he showed his uh, following on Getter and showed that it does pull the numbers from uh, Twitter. So there's, yeah, there's the numbers no are way. all a lie. Okay, so it is a false presentation. That that itself makes me skeptical of the platform. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right, all right guys, thank- Have a good evening. Yep, thanks yeah. for the info. Okay, you don't have to read this whole thread or anything, but just go down like halfway this page to see this one of the little girls. I was wondering what you, you chatted me on. Okay. Of the little girls covering their butts in a shower. Ah, uh, That is this in is the Podesta household. They didn't paint what it. The they f- bought it. Okay. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. What? I know. This Not is confirmed. all art should exist. I mean, hmm. this is uh, what was the uh, paintings we were talking about before? I'm generally anti burning books, anti burning art. Oh, it was it the was George the Floyd. George mural. Floyd as the Catholic icon. <laughs> this is nearly yeah. as bad. Maybe it's go, worse. Like, it's probably bu- book burning with this pedo shit. You know, hmm. art shouldn't encompass every aspect of uh, potential human degeneracy. That's not what this is about. It's about capturing 
beauty and humanity. Plus, this is crap. I mean, not that I don't know that there's a beautiful way to depict what they're depicting, but just the art style itself is crap, in my opinion. Just some people need to be killed is is the answer to some of this art. Okay, maybe a couple books, maybe a couple paintings. No, I don't. Oh, I'm scrolling down into some of this other stuff. The um, Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. There's some really weird, gross stuff hanging up in their house. Yeah, it's really fucking disturbing. It's really mm. disturbing. Hmm. All right, so that's enough of that. I don't need to look at their collection anymore. Uh, Mighty Sebastian is up next. Sebastian, oh, you there? My God. Hello. Yes, sir. Sebastian. What's on your mind? I'm good. Hello, hello. No, sorry. I've just been having technical issues all night and I've been driving, going insane. Yeah, we got a little um, bit of a spotty connection, so we might we might have to be brief here because you're get, you're kind of getting that robot voice. But uh, oh, I don't know. That's just my normal voice. I'm just I'm just a gay robot or, or something. <laughs> okay. Well, can you get your thoughts or your question out quickly? Because I don't know if this connection is going to last. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been trying to call in for like the last three weeks or whatever. Well, actually longer than that. And just it's not been going well. Um, I think... The last time I called in, your um, your wife was still pregnant, so I haven't been able to congratulate you ah. on your child. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you I doubt you remember me. I was the one who talked about um, having an argument about immigration in my college's library with someone who was also like, vaguely Peruvian. I don't know if that's ringing uh, any bells. Re- yeah, vaguely I can't remember the Peruvian. specifics. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that's like a year ago. But I yeah. want to call about um, the true decline of um, Western civilization. If that's not too dense, <laughs> a topic. well, I was going to say, oh, given no, this connection, it, it, are you able to make that succinct? I think so, as long as you guys can hear me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's really it's kind of hard to listen to. To be honest, it's just kind of ro- it's it's the connection's really spotty. Robot-y. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what the fuck. Can you do <laughs> it in a? Can you do it in a minute or less? Yes. Yeah, so go for it. I mean, basically, we're living in the um in the ashes of a civilization civilization that died in, in the fields of 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 the netherlands and and russia that's my that's my thesis okay watch watch any video of a european city in like 1910 1912 and then compare it to now and you realize it's like well did the decline happen like 100 years ago because this is kind of embarrassing like go to go to a normal mall any like average american mall and compare what people are dressed like to what they would be, what people in the same position would have worn a hundred years ago, hmm. and you realize that we've come a very far, a long way, and not in a good, not in a good, not way. in a good way. Yeah, it's just, it's really, I don't know, I don't know why everyone's so fat, and people just don't <laughs> care about their. No, I, I, I worked retail this this winter as a seasonal employee at a at a store for young people. I'll just say, it, I'll just say unnamed, um, and you know these people with their celly light bellies. <laughs> and they're fat asses but not in a good way and their terrible sense of um self-worth and i just don't i i look around and I'm like you know what let the chinese take over let's just let them let them let them slaughter us because we clearly don't deserve <laughs> existence if it comes anymore. down to hand-to-hand combat we might be in trouble at least uh broad segments yeah i mean country. a lot of people are going to just roll for for miles because they're they're, they're the size of balls. I just yeah, don't. we have to do what's that thing in uh, the Peter Pan movie with Robin Williams where the fat kid rolls up in a ball oh and God. kind of cannonballs at them? We could do that. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I don't know. It just makes me really depressed. Have any of you, have either of you seen? I doubt Matt's seen this movie. Have you seen The Age of Innocence? 
No. Uh, no. Okay, so that someone needs to put that on a list. It's a Martin Scorsese film. Um, yes, I have a, seen this. Um, it's been so long though. I can't really remember. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It's about um like Gilded Age New York society, like a highly hierarchical, um, ceremonial society, and that America just is never coming back, like ever. Yeah, it's just it's just well, gone forever. It'll probably have to um, rise from the ashes, perhaps. It, it, maybe it'll come back. It's just not going to be. Uh, but but with what sense of life, a sense yeah. of morality? I mean, we we aren't a strong enough people to be able to resurrect it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe we need the Chinese. <laughs> We've, yeah. It's I come mean, to I this. like to imagine that that's going to happen, <laughs> but they don't. They also don't have the birth rates. They have like one of the lowest birth rates in the world now. Okay. Would you guys rather be taken kids. over? By some godforsaken Muslim country, or the Chinese, or Israel, you got to choose. I'll take the Muslims. Uh-huh. You take Muslims? That's rough. I don't know. I, I think the Chinese. I mean, the Chinese are up there, but they hate religious people. So, and they're like That's cringe true. atheists. Um, I don't want to convert I mean, to Islam, they, though. Don't yeah, you I mean, though? It's basically, the hijab's not. I mean, that. you'll get over it. There are a lot of things. <laughs> I have great hair. That's the problem with Islam. <laughs> Sacrifices, trades. But they have great hair, and they seem to love it. I don't know. A yeah. lot of Middle Easterners have wonderful hair. We, uh, we'll probably have to wrap this up just because the connection is, is rough. But Yeah, um, I sound like but... a, a faggy robot. That's okay. <laughs> but thank you, man. I appreciate the call. Well, you guys have a great night, and congratulations. Um, and Thanks, I hope, so Juan, if you're trying again for a child, I hope it goes well. Um, because we need <laughs> more. You. We need more children in this world. Um, and someone needs to put the age of innocence on an email list because I think you'd both find it very, very compelling. If, uh, you, if you can sign up to be the email picker for the month and you can nominate it, that's, that's how we, I have a lot of, a lot of very prepared for. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of losing you, unfortunately, (laughs) but, uh, but, but thank you, man. I I appreciate the the call and the well-wishing. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. You as well. Oh man. I guess the Chinese. I'm I'm really struggling with this. Uh, well, the premise is we have to be overtaken by somebody. Is the is there an option yeah. to not to Overtly. be to fight? Can you be killed in the fight? No. No. Oh. You have well, to I, submit to a higher rule. You have to do it. I'm not submitting in this that, hypothetical. No, I'm situation. not submitting to anybody. I'm not. Uh, mm. That's the answer. Joshy boy's up next. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? of all happy new year to the two of you thank you thank you happy new year will be better than 2021 i doubt it though i uh, i am always hanging on that <laughs> last year's the worst it could get and then the next okay. year comes 2022 is pretty good I'm, so far though until uh well we'll see what they got in store tomorrow for the january 6th anniversary maybe maybe it starts yeah, going downhill from there him. I was actually going to ask about that i know you're excited man what about you blonde you excited for uh jan the 6th tomorrow I don't know, I guess. Whatever. It's just, what are they going to do that, that I haven't already seen? I kind of wish there was still more of this, like, what are they going to do and how are we going to react? But it's just so played out that I just don't give a shit. What if they fake an attack? What if there's that an actual... That would be awesome. That, that would be pretty interesting. I well, did they lead faked an attack the first time, didn't they? I mean, I there were elements. Yeah, there were there were certainly pieces. Although that's supposedly... Uh, tinfoil nonsense, but it's documented. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk about actually kind of follows up in your video today. 
uh, took a break from work and kind of looked at it when I had time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole that whole poll that says at least one third of Americans think it's okay to have justified violence against the government. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. One third of Americans. I've never heard a more yeah, one, disappointing poll in my entire life. Yeah. One one third of us actually believe that, which is appalling to me. A nation However, built on justified violence. I wish they would yeah. ask in the poll. Uh, give some examples. It's like if it's never justified, all these examples of countries, not just our revolution, but all sorts of countries' revolutions, are those not justified? Yeah. Yeah. There's been plenty all throughout history. There's been violence against the government. Um, if you oppress the people enough, if you anger them enough, they'll show some violence. And as long as most have been justified. I want to talk about the timing, though. Mm. Blonde, I know that you're Catholic. Uh, just so you know, I am Protestant, so that makes us spiritually at odds. But, Matt, one of the books in the Bible, which is Old Testament, talks about Ecclesiastes, which is chapter 3. Mm. It usually talks about the right time to do everything under the sun. Okay. The reason I ask this is because that we're always talking about how, oh, this is going to be the boiling point, or this is the point where we're going to fight back, or this is the point where we're going to, you know, really go against the government. And for two years, we have said this. And yeah. for two years, we have not done that. Mm-hmm. The line keeps getting pushed further and further, and people keep complying and complying. Mm-hmm. The question is, though, is that when is the right time to act against such a government? Some people look for the right opportunity. Others kind of just wait around until it's far too late. The way that I think this should be handled, and this is all, no, the the way that I I would conceptualize this in a hypothetical novel that I would write on the topic that I hope everyone would read if I did. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that the, we talked about this a little bit last year with the, uh, at the time, January 6th, because it's like there were the same things were being said last year. Well, this is never okay. It's like, yeah, this was a shit show that was that lacked organization, clarity, morality, um, and was kind of mixed in with a bunch of potential Fed nonsense. But clearly, yeah. the answer is not violence is never the answer because you'd give up your guns if violence was never the answer. Right. And we would all submit in the way that those poll respondents submit. So, so I think that the the thing that is so impressive about the American revolution is not just that we defeated uh, an, an army that was supposedly the finest in the world. It's, it's Mm -hmm. the, it's the moral way that we did it. It was the declared stated reason. Here is the way that the King has violated our rights. We're not going to participate in that anymore. And if you try to force us, we're going to have a problem. So I think that the moral in my novel, in my book coming out later this summer, the way that this would be handled is you would have, a group of people or ideally a group of states that are not taking offensive, violent action against anybody. They're Mm -hmm. listing their grievances in an organized, agreed upon way and saying, we're not participating in this anymore. We're not paying you taxes. We're not supporting this. If you want to force us to participate in this bullshit, you come and get us. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they come and get, they they try to come and get you. Well, that's a problem that they created, isn't it? That is, um, I think that that is, the moral way to handle this sort of thing. And, and if your question is when, listen, I think that the federal government has been violating our, our inalienable rights for the better part of a year now. I, I in my hypothetical yeah. novel, that's something that I think would be morally justified today. But yeah, you know, th- this is all, you know, I, I'm still working on the plot of this fictional piece of work. <laughs> um, well, I do love to write. Writing is one of my favorite that's, things. That's to right. Do. 
or yeah for you you were talking about video games last time right in your video game that yeah. you're making on this issue oh that's right okay yeah yeah yeah, actually, um, it was about the whole. Um, it was about Marvel's what ifs, and I wanted to make a white Black Panther, but him becoming yeah. the Black Panther rather than being the one. That's right. But yeah. With, does with that, that do, whole, do, you, do you have more ahead. thoughts to add to that, or do you think I'm off base, or uh, anything that you would just any commentary uh, probably, on this? It'll probably have done for next time because I really was. I didn't really have a plan for tonight. I didn't think I'd get uh, in today, but yeah. It'll definitely, I definitely do want to talk about more about the entertainment media the next time I'm on. But well, I just meant, uh, I meant more, about the, the novel plot and how... Oh, the novel plot. Yeah, yeah. This will be more so a comic book. The only problem is I, I can't draw, but I can definitely write. And I have been thinking about it for a while. I need to jot down some notes. But I, I guess what I'm asking is, would you, if you were my editor for my novel, would you have any revisions? <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> when I when it comes to revisions for me, it'd be more like grammatical structure. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I I generally don't really like tampering with people's ideas unless it doesn't make sense. Okay, or if they're you know or try saying it this way, I'll try I'll be more of an advisor rather than hey I'm going to change this right. All I'm right, to, I would I would allow you to make the change. No, I'm well, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to protect you from the feds, but I'm really looking for your thoughts on. Yeah. Um, justifications <laughs> in the plot of the novel that isn't real at all. But anyway, I, yeah. I digress. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you have any uh, other thoughts before we let you go? Not really, but I'll promise to be more prepared next time. No, I, I oh, no, appreciate the, the thoughts and, and thanks for tuning in. Man. These are important things to think about. Um, yeah. And it's that's kind what of I, terrifying. That, well, that's the frustration with the poll. And, and thanks for checking the video out, too, is because it's like I, it can't be real that two thirds of the country thinks this is a never proposition. Obviously, these are very yeah. morally complex circumstances, but it can't be never. Yeah. yeah. You can't say, well, if there a guy is... breaks into your house and shoots you, you can't you can't mm-hmm. stop him. Why not? You can't yeah. defend yourself from attack. You can't defend yourself from the violation of your rights. What the hell country do we live in in that case? There is one thing I do want to point out, which is typical in this sort of fashion. Those same two thirds had it been the Trump administration. You know, they would flip the answer, right? Oh, a hundred percent. For sure. 100%. So everything that they're saying is bullshit, basically. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or maybe they would lie. I don't know. But but yeah, you know that it's not a matter of principle. It's just a matter of whether they like the guy who's the boss. By the way, Susan, we all disavowed. No need to give us the van hammer. It's a work of fiction and it's shitty fiction. We're trying to revise it to make it better. Yeah. Thank you. We're just working on the story. All right. Y'all have a good night. Appreciate it. That's one of the frustrations with talking about this stuff too. We are due for a break, but it's like sitting, sitting down to talk about that poll. It's like, I have to be so goddamn careful in choosing my words to talk about what is fundamental American political philosophy we're talking paragraph Just two. Be reckless with your words. What's the problem? Because, because there's a lot at stake, and we talk about wanting to change minds, and it's not yeah. just change minds. That's important to me. It's about protecting my family. All right, I am the breadwinner for my family. Compromising that is very risky. It's like something you want to talk about, and you have to be very delicate with it. So but the type of people. 
This is what I've learned since that guy that was subbed to my channel slaughtered that black guy because with, of you with a knife. Yeah. People wrote articles saying that it was because of me, but he was also subscribed to like um, uh, Girl Defined or, you know, those two chicks in mm. like roaming millennials. You know, it wasn't just me. But I realized that like <laughs> it was it was old Lauren Chen who made him do Lauren it. Lauren Chen did this. Um, <laughs> it was that video she made about how to slice up black people the most efficiently. I exactly. remember that one. I do remember that one. Yeah. She's like homeless people because then if there's no connection <laughs> and use a machete. Um, yeah. I think he used a sword, though. But I was feeling really bad about this for a while. Like, what if he heard me say something and that radicalized him? And then it, it occurred to me that anybody that is watching my content has sought out similar existing content because of an idea that they formed before they encountered me. There's just no way that we're changing minds in that way. The seed maybe, is already planted. Maybe in the old here. times, like the, the Becca Lewis uh, spider web concept may have existed when YouTube's promotional algorithm was much more organic. These days, that's no certainly way. not happening. You, you, you have to know that we're there to find it. If you don't, it's never going to show up as some kind of uh, "Hey, have you? We saw you liked this. Would you like to check this out?" Now it's but that hey. if if they if they have come to our channels and they have already been consuming some sort of lesser content, I believe that somebody might have come to my channel because they started watching some like Cox Jordan Peterson video or something <laughs> like that, or Ben Shapiro, and then like down Gotta the rabbit hole they go. In. Every time. Um, yeah. and, but I, I don't believe that there's some person that's totally sane, like a totally sane normie that has no violent tendencies. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this video about how St. Louis is a hellhole and then I'm going to kill some black person because of it. Hmm. Well, you um, absolute son of a bitch. <laughs> he has to have his revenge. Uh, we are due for chat here. So, before we get too far behind, um, Phil says the best thing America could do for Haiti is to send back the Haitian uh, diaspora to, or that is squatting here in the States. Yeah. Well, they, there are uh, a lot of Haitians here. Aren't there like 10,000 Haitian migrants here right now? Weren't there like 10,000 a day crossing on that dam in Texas? Is that the statistic I'm remembering? Are there like a <laughs> I, million of them? Here? I don't know if it was 10,000 a day, but there were like 10,000 Haitians camped under that bridge. For a little while 10, there. a day. That doesn't seem feasible. It wasn't a day. Can we get day, some but live chat? Can you guys? It wasn't guys, a day. Yeah. But when they were all camped out under that bridge, I think that encampment Texas, community, right? it was basically little Port-au-Prince. Yeah. yeah, that was a, a, a something like 10,000 people in that camp. It's 10,000 too many Haitians. And that was over a course of like a, a few weeks. It wasn't that wasn't uh, like a years long thing. Anyway, Phil also says no. Uh, I'm not being harsh. These people like to lecture their home congregations about racism and white privilege while asking for money to go uh, to go play white savior. They can rot. Well, that's <laughs> I guess Phil's talking about the missionaries or the people who got kidnapped, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of like remember there was that case where people went. Who were the there was the couple that went biking in Muslim countries or something and got beheaded. Yeah. You have examples of this that happened somewhat frequently. Or those chicks that were like, we're going to go to Morocco. And then they got horrifically beheaded oh, yeah. while they were screaming for their mothers. That was quite sad. But also, did you watch world? that video? I never did. Fuck no, I didn't no. watch it. No, I, I don't want that in my brain, you know. Um, <laughs> But what kind of upbringing do you have to have where you think that 
as like a hot young blonde chick that the world is your oyster and you can go anywhere in the world that you want without any kind of consequence. Yeah. It's like that was a really horribly tragic outcome. But also, what the fuck are you doing in Morocco? What are you doing? Yeah, I'll be terrified to raise a daughter if I'm fortunate enough to have one one day for exactly that reason. Oh, we started watching uh, find myself. We started watching on. Yellowstone because everybody's so into Yellowstone and mm. we start we started watching it. It takes place uh, fictionally around here. So it's kind of interesting in that way. But um, John Dutton, the, the rancher, the, the family patriarch uh, has a line in season one. Like you raise a, you raise a daughter. The mission is to keep her from getting screwed. You raise a son. The mission is to keep him from screwing his, himself. That's uh, that's the philosophy you got to approach that. And it's not just literally as in you try to stop, you know, uh, thirsty dudes from getting on your daughter. You have to raise your daughter to understand that there are a lot of people who will victimize you given the opportunity. Exactly. Or I, I think a lot of this is a manifestation of secularism because I don't think that these people believe in like pure, pure evil, just Oh no! Yeah, they believe entirely in moral relativism yeah. and cultural relativism. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. They don't believe in that at all. Mm. Mm. We're a little bit behind, so maybe we just uh, save YouTube. We're, we have light questions, so we could probably save the YouTube chat for the end of the sure. stream, huh? Thank you for your patience, YouTube people. We will be back with you because uh, next up is the voice of the movie segment. That's Batman. Welcome back, Mister Batman. Hello. Talking uh, dangerous spaces and I on when this was going to happen. <laughs> when what was going to happen? Oh, when I was going to get called in. Oh, because it yeah, was right after a break. So yeah, we're a little smoke? bit. Doing. I have never smoked a cigarette in my life. Wow, hmm. how did this happen? I turned sixteen. <laughs> Are you like a giant person? No, I'm roughly average height, ah. and I'm also half Asian. Ah. Are you really? You know this. I'm half Taiwanese. But I've been so nice to you. <laughs> I don't know that what we've that discussed your your. I don't know that we've discussed that before. Maybe we did, but I didn't. I don't. Know that. that doesn't sound familiar at all. I do like uh, the Taiwanese. It would have been a long time ago. I, I told you that you needed to. Um, this oh God. This could have been like a year and a half ago. I told you that you needed to relit, um, re uh, reorient your list of how Asians are ranked. Taiwan, Taiwanese. <laughs> they, those pun, might be a solid way. number two. Number two, I, I do like well, the that. Your list was different the last time that I heard it. So no one's going to replace the Japanese number number one Japanese. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll buy it. I'm actually part Japanese, too. So I'll just I'll just take it. <laughs> OK. Uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, Taiwan was occupied by Japan for like 50 years. So my grandparents were uh, my grandparents. Uh, first language is Japanese. Mm. Ah. OK. All right. What's, what's uh yeah, what's on your mind tonight? So um I I've been I've been thinking a lot lately about um basically the 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 leftoid stance on children and yeah. you know how I mean a I mean uh, abortion um you know they're willing to just fucking slaughter them which is one level and then for another uh, you, you look at leftist cities and you look at any place where leftists have power and you look at, um, uh, you know, establishment uh, organizations like Hollywood, for example, um, and you look at people like Epstein and, and the circles that he ran in, and they're all pedos, yeah. all of them. Hmm. How, how does this happen? What, uh, what is it about that philosophy that 
permits this. It's not that. It's like it behaves like nepotism in that pedophiles will work to bring each other up in the ranks so that they are more protected against legal ramifications. I mean, I can understand that to an extent, but how how many of them are there? And there how are can a lot. They there are a lot the of only, pedophiles. And how I can mean, they be the only ones that are that that find their way up through the ranks? Because I mean, it's not. There, I think most of these people are not into like little little girls. I think it's a lot of people that are like Epstein that want to bang fourteen to eighteen, fourteen to seventeen year old girls, which is you know an incredibly common phenomenon amongst men. Hmm. Uh, so you know Epstein was not a pedophile he was what uh would you call what, him, the technical term there is a technical term he, he, like he had no interest in pre- or something hebophile or hebophile. pederasty something like that but he had no interest in prepubescent girls all of the girl i think the youngest one was 14 or something like that he was a horrible, I mean, degenerate, monster damaging. piece of shit. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. But I don't think that they're creating this network of people. Like, there are some that are into, like, these really, really, really little girls. But I think most of it is, like, uh, you know, they, they want these young virginal girls to pass around their elite circles. And I, this is a really common uh, common phenomenon throughout throughout history. Hmm. Well, I mean, sure, it's common throughout history. But, I mean... <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't even initially the topic that I had brought here. It was just something that was on my mind. Um, but I suppose I've already committed, so we'll so we'll roll with that. All right. Um, so, how, do you think there is a solution to getting these people out of power? Do you think mm-hmm. there is a way by which we can sort of excise the kinds of people who? Are willing to engage in that and ins- install sort of a more, you know, reinvigorate a moral core amongst yeah. um, our leadership. How is that done? Well, if you I have a, a just and functional society, then these people can be rooted out through the legal system because they aren't being protected through nepotism and connections. Like, look at what Epstein was able to accomplish his entire life. Uh, oh, sure. And- because he knew people in the FBI and he knew politicians and he had blackmail and everybody. So if society is functional, these people can't create these enclaves of, of protection. Uh, and then we could actually persecute them in the way that we should um, through the law, not through lining them up against a wall and shooting them on the head. Due process way. first, firing lines later. Fine. Okay, <laughs> but in the absence of a justice system, there is no due process for these people. They escape every time. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have to put our foot down outside of the law at some point, aren't we? Well, um, I'm. I I heard that you um you just made a video, Matt, um, pertaining to the uh, the fact that a an in- increasing number of Americans are starting to think that vi- hmm, what can I say here? I, I like the word physical resistance. <laughs> that's that's uh, or the phrase, I suppose that's you can, you can, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we're, that. I, I don't think we're actually again. at that risk of just discussing the poll. I don't think we're really at, in danger of Susan's wrath. Cause that's just the poll is what the poll says, you know? Uh, I mean, Susan's wrath comes from quoting the CDC. Well, we've managed to evade that. In Crowder's case, at least. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a crapshoot, right? Flip a coin. 
But you you have um, thoughts on the themes of the poll? Well, it's it's more the the it's more the overall meaning of the poll, hmm. and the I mean, if it's if it's to be believed, um, we're not the only are looking at all this and going, um, you know, uh, I think a lot about meteors, the purity of them. Boom, the end. Start again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I fully understand what you're saying. Um, and that's the unfortunate thing is uh, it, it's, it seems like a constant. We're talking about the, the gratification of hearing that you've changed someone's mind earlier. But man, does it seem like such a monumental task. And I don't want really I don't want anything to do with the meteor other than the productive other side that that or the you know the rebuilding that exists on the other side of it i don't really want anything to do with the meteor and i feel like it's a constant battle to use reason and words to warn about the media uh, the meteor coming if we don't correct these things mm-hmm. and yet few people seem to care about the meteor that's the irony of being accused of or you know it, it, having susan crack down on this type of talk as pro-violence or something like that I don't want violence. I want nothing to do with that. I want to be left alone by these people. And I, you know, to your theme, I'd like it if people in power stopped touching kids. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's, I'm not real. looking to be violent. I would just like that. Can we start there? Um, and and mean, if you don't, that, you're going to get the meteor like, of violence that you're talking that about. Like the base level of morality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no lower that you can go. They're already as bad as they can possibly get. And if we're not stepping up already, we never will. Yeah, well, it, when it's the difficult thing about the well, what you're talking about is it involves a uh, a group of victims that are are largely defenseless and sort of exist outside of us, strictly speaking. When you're talking about defending yourself from government, you can just sort of it's like we talked about earlier. You can opt out. It's theoretically possible that you just say, "I'm not doing this anymore. We're not participating in your system." Leave us alone. You can come and get us if you want to, but other than that, we're we're out. When you're talking but about defending a classic, you. what's that? But they will come and get you. That's they the might. You got to be prepared for it for sure. But the point and is, you make you them do that against. How do you prepare against um, you know a, an ATF raid, for example? Oh, I think the I think the ATF is capable of um, localized destruction, as we've seen on display mm. in Waco and other places. Are they capable of controlling the entire country? Absolutely not. There's no way. They're yeah. Although I I worry that we continuously um, underestimate the ability of the federal government to do damage. It's what happened. Uh, yes. The election, although you know. keep in mind, a lot of it accidental. A lot of it due to incompetence and incompetent damage can be useful, but it can also be self-destructive. Yeah. So. I, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping that over the course of this next year, they kind of just implode. Right. And it looks like they may potentially be on that track. Yeah. And I will be very, very happy if, in fact, that does happen. But if they manage to squeak by. um. I don't think that they're. I don't think we're going to have too many options left. Um, our shipping is going down the tubes. There's food scarcities all over the place. There's, um, you know, just everything's going to hell in a handbasket. And the moment that people can't feed, meteor hits. Well, that sounds like you have bad information. This is the best economy that we've seen in Jim Cramer's lifetime. I don't know where you shop, Batman. Hold on a second. I have to mute myself to gag. <laughs> no, I. I... 
I hear you, man. Um, I think, but I think that the best thing we can all do is to prepare ourselves individually and locally as much as possible in the way that, that it sounds like you probably are. And, but I don't know what to do about the, the other problem that you're talking about, which is the, the, the scale of the abuse of children, because mm-hmm. you, you can't just walk away from that. It, that's not a walk away from it type problem. Yeah. I don't know how you solve that one. Well, um, yeah, I agree. I think the the only solution that, you know, I can really think of is not a feasible one because A, it would require that we be organized and we're not. Um, and B, it would probably require something, let's say, outside of due process. Hmm. All right. More well, walls and bolt rifles and less courtrooms. This sounds like a know? great novel. Man, we should really team up and write a series together yeah, that yeah, would be a would be a wonderful plot in fact i think kurt schlichter already wrote this book ah okay <laughs> uh, any any other thoughts for me before we let you go um i'm just gonna say that the whole thing uh who should we be taken over by muslim countries yeah. never gonna happen and china is not the is not the hilariously overpowered you know global entity that people think it is it's a paper tiger hmm. yeah they have debt like we have debt and I know. their debt is growing faster well, we need you Taiwanese to take care of them for us then yeah can you do that uh, Ty- Taiwan's too small you uh, can do it Taiwan- uh, maybe one day I hope but All right. as it stands now they would need help and that help will only come from us and it won't under Joe Biden alright well thank you for the call man appreciate it as, as alright you all have a good night and happy yeah. new year you as well thank you Okay, we got time for a couple more here before we close up calls for the night. Reloaded AK is up next. Uh, are you there, Mr. AK? Yeah, I'm here. What's on your uh, mind, sir? Well, I mean, uh, I saw a bit, a little bit from RT today a little while ago talking about how apparently a juror, uh, I guess, opened their mouths and might have opened a way for Ghislaine Maxwell to get through on... Uh, acquittal or not sorry a, what is it called uh, appeal. appeal there we go eh. appeal yeah oh no and they why is that though the juror spoke after the conviction um there was uh well they spoke after the conviction but it was they said that it was a certain thing about like them being interviewed mm-hmm. the uh, part of the interview process was them but was the uh, prosecuting attorney and the defending attorney asking jurors have you ever been sexually abused mm-hmm. well i guess this juror did not disclose that and then oh. after the trial he suddenly opens his mouth during interviews potentially i guess opening for an appeal he and so he said chance- so it's it's confirmed he said no i have yes. not been sexually abused and then he later said yes i have it's that cut and dry he, he he they had a little questionnaire thing for them to write down and he never wrote anything down on it and then afterwards oh, okay. right. so that's that's the kind of thing that they're going with, and that's that's what the prosecuting, oh, sorry, the defending attorneys. Does she live that long, or is she even in custody now? I, the thing is that I, there's a good chance she might get out on appeal. Like at this point, know. I don't even think I don't even think Epstein ended up like they say Epstein didn't kill himself. I don't even think Epstein fucking died. I think yeah. he was somewhere in Tel Aviv. Because <laughs> you're looking at a woman who. Is part of the one is 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 tied to uh, Israeli intelligence. His her father was yeah. high up in uh, Mossad, so was Epstein was tied to Mossad as well. And it would be easy to assume that she was also tied to Mossad. And then 
she her whole trial was based only on three years of her relationship with Epstein. Given, the, but the thing is that she had a relationship with uh, that whole debacle for another what twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't. Sh- they weren't going after her for any of that. And not only that, but she wasn't really kept in a stuffy cell or abused or anything during her after she was rounded up. And she was picked up right before. Hell, most of the January 6th people were rounded up. Not too long before. And yet, what do you see for the January 6th people? They're kept in a shitty prison, abused, beaten, and not kept with proper medical care. And you see this woman basically, you know, able to walk way more freely than any of those people. So you're looking at a most likely uh, tied person to Israeli intelligence that has been operating freely in the United States with a man who was already caught once back in, what, 2008? For nigh on two to three decades. Yeah. And it's been uh, reported on that she used to sit, sit outside, like, private schools to find girls that were, you know, considered high, uh, upper echelon, yeah. like, smart or whatever, and, you know, pretty to be able to wrangle into, you know, those schemes. They were uh, they were just told like, well, we're 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 looking for a model or something like that. Hmm. And these kinds of people are were allowed to you know operate inside the United States with impunity, uh, and basically use blackmail to take control of most pretty much all of Congress and the Supreme Court, basically all of the United States legal uh, official, I guess, congressional system, executive system, legal system, because you're looking at uh, what other uh, <laughs> Israeli-backed agencies, or at least you know Jewish-backed agencies, we're having to deal with right now? You think look at things like BlackRock and Vanguard. Oh, BlackRock themselves were uh, able to take get a hold of the uh, Federal Reserve and write the monetary policies for it. And right after they did that, oh look at that! Their uh, 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 their monetary value skyrocketed out of nowhere because they were able to like invest in themselves. And then you're also looking at uh hell i just saw this uh, the other day you're looking at a lot of these people uh in charge of a lot of the vices that plague the united states you're looking at uh the Sa- uh, sackler family and the opioid epidemic yeah. and what did they get off with there there's rumors now that they might uh, the i mean that judge said like no the J- sacklers do not get to get away with this scot free just for, just paying a fine basically there should be deeper charges but they pretty much almost got away with just like a slap on the wrist for basically killing half a million Americans after performing a fake propaganda campaign saying that opioids weren't that bad and yeah. paying doctors well, to push these things on their patients. Well, if, if and, uh, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead. Finish your thought. Well, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's so many different things. Like these people are in so many different facets. Hell, you, and you just look at things like pornography as well. I mean, I just looked at the, I, you look at a, who owns what was it called? What was the major company called MindGeek? I mean, these people were had direct ties, I think, also to Israel, and Israel has been noted using pornography as a as a as a mental weapon against people in Palestine. Like, how many times do we do we have to see these same patterns happening over and over again before we kind of realize, hey, maybe there's a problem here? Or a lot of people are saying there's a problem, but Matt, when you ask Blonde, like, uh. I want my authoritarianism, like I want my kind yeah. of authoritarianism in place. 
at this point, unironically, a head turn to the side, yes. Yeah. Like, Chad, <laughs> yeah, yes. I You're want not, my authoritarianism. I, I, that's, yeah, you can say that. I mean, you the can, people you can't can be, be trusted. Con- you can be consistent in that way. You're entitled to that perspective. But I, I just don't, I'm not going to agree that that, um, that that sort of power grab can be done the proper way or that there's a right way to to wield that sword. I think the problem is the sword, but that's just a philosophical disagreement. Well, though the thing is, is that you've acknowledged yourself that sword is there whether you like it or not. Yeah, but I so but it's either it, either you have private, basically private entities in multiple different facets and foreign governments able to leverage power over your own government, and you're na- not a, never able to pinpoint who is who and what is where. Uh, yeah, and you know, nail one person down because they got their hands in so many different pies. Well, we- weapons so exist, like- of course. I'm not. I'm not so naive as to believe they don't. But my point is that I think you want good moral people who understand appropriate use of those weapons. And maybe it's naive to think that we can cultivate a world where there aren't villains who are going to wield them. But I, that's the world that I want to build, as opposed to grabbing that gun and pointing it at everybody else and saying, "Now you obey me because I'm the good guy." Pointing the gun well, is the problem. Well, how do you get moral people in this world when the people that control the sword are actively like inseminating different ways for people to not be moral? Again, pornography, opioid abuse. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, uh, and among all, like basically, pay, uh, leeching or uh, making money off of the the vices of man. Sure, but but I uh, but those temptations will exist. They might be weaponized, they might not. But a person of a proper moral core should not be completely susceptible to those. Mm-hmm. And so there's well, a, there's an element of personal responsibility. I'm not saying there aren't abuses, but you know you, you take responsibility for yourself and you build a strong moral core that's as immune to those influences as possible. Well, you're less susceptible to those abuses. That's the thing, though, is that it's not so much of they're being told it's not an abuse. What what happened to those people? Those roughly half a million people that have died over the course of like the opioid epidemic, where they were told by their doctor to take these pain to take pills. the pain pills, yeah. And they were and they they would fight you if you called them an addict and a druggie in the street because that's not what they the, but that's not what they thought of themselves as. But they were still sold that bill of goods, and yeah. all the while it was being funded by a private entity, basically being leveraged by a foreign government but why are there not legal i suppose if the legal system is corrupt but in an ideal system there would be legal repercussions for that you could go after those people and and get your damages or or if there are criminal implications you could put those people in jail but that's perhaps your perhaps to your point is that's too idealistic that there's not going to be a a legal system of integrity to do that well i mean if you want to look at the legal uh like a legal uh framework for it then you'd have to look go to the supreme court but the problem is the supreme court is basically the people you find that are like the top picks on the supreme court are already kind of pre-chosen by something called the federalist society they go through that first before anything is like put on the table for any official picks of the president those those names are chosen pre like beforehand, but that's kind and of then my the president gets to choose afterwards. That's kind of my point too, though, is that that we have sent the Supreme Court as it exists now is yet another sword that's been centralized. Mm-hmm. And if we stop well, doing that, then we stop fighting over these. But centralized by what? Are you sure it's centralized, or is it like the centralization in the cloak of decentralization? Because again, we're looking at a bunch of different uh, entities 
basically able to cooperate with each other, but you can't you can't point at like with communism, you can look at the government, the state, and say that's the problem. But with this, uh, I guess you call it either capitalist or, or ultra market focused uh, framework we're working with, there's too many different vectors of attack. You're having to you're 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 getting hit from all sides, and you can't. You're you're trying to grab onto this eel, but it's slithering out of your grip, and that's uh, what the way they prefer it. I'm not sure I completely follow on that. Well, what, what's you, uh, the metaphor? I'm a little lost on. Well, you, you can't you can't take with like I said, you can look at like Stalinist Russia and like uh-huh. the government specifically constantly were, was making all the decisions. So you could look at that. It's like these policies are why it's bad. But then you could say, look at the United States government. It's like. Well, these policies are bad, but these policies are being influenced by private investors or like lobbyists or other among other things. Meanwhile, you're looking at things like the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma able to uh, work with the medical industry big uh, and, uh, you know, push pills on people in the meantime, making them dull or also maybe work with uh, different kinds of legislation to push things through uh, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I guess You're, my problem uh, is is these are all very abstract problems that I don't see how one centralized gun solves them. Who's going to wield the gun? The uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is that the problem with what you think of the government right now is because it's not controlled by your people. A government well, that we would is controlled agree on by that, the people yeah. that by the people that reside in the nation, they do not experience these kinds of abuses, especially in the way they're framed now. And the and the thing is, is that um, I I mean, you could, we can go biblical here. And a nation was initially originally meant as an ethnos, ethnicity. So uh, uh, the United States is not a nation of people anymore. It's more or less an economic free zone. And mm-hmm. some of the people that listen to the same things I do uh, will agree with that and have heard this multiple times. But uh, you've got too many different factors or like too many different hidden entities or i guess i guess they've considered hidden entities but too many different hidden people able to lean on things and are able to work together behind the scenes and know how what causes a country to function and where to pull at those strings or seams to make it fall apart i don't know i mean to be honest a lot of this is is just too abstract for me and it's it's relieving of the responsibility on the individual. I, I understand well, that there are nefarious forces in play, but, but it, 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 this sounds to me like blaming an abstract boogeyman without taking responsibility for the self. They well, tricked me the into doing these immoral things. I guess it's the just, I aren't an abstract boogeyman. Ghislaine Maxwell is not an abstract boogeyman. Yeah, but, but, but there's, boogeyman. but there's an abstract boogeyman that you're saying is behind all of them that we need to point a gun at. And I'm not sure who, who you're talking about or what the gun is. Well, I mean, Israeli intelligence is a good start, like Mossad. That's a, that's a strong start because of the fact that multiple times throughout, again, just with this pedophile scandal alone, would be enough to say to to not give Israel, you know, multiple millions of dollars to refund their Iron Dome. Well, we could agree on that, but that's not the same thing as a gun. I mean, this started with well, authoritarian gun, say, authoritarianism well, is the solution, not just funding other people think other people's authoritarian stuff. Authoritarian could it doesn't mean like I'm going to break down everything. It just mean we could just go with like I'm preserving my country first. I'm I'm looking after my sure. people first. That um, in, a, in a way is authoritarian because you're preventing anything yeah, well, else from warming its way in. Yeah, we'd probably have to iron out the definitions here just so we're clear on on what 
what we mean when we're saying those terms. I appreciate yeah. the thoughts, man. I, I, I'll probably have to let you go just in the interest of time, but, but thanks for the yeah, conversation. That, that's no problem. I just, it, it just, it just kind of set me off whenever I saw the potential plea deal for Ghislaine and just what happened yeah. to January 6th people. And it's, yeah. it's been going on for so long. And like, and I forgot to mention like hard seller act wasn't a boogeyman either. And if you look into who was basically pushing forward hard sellers, it's the same kinds of people, same people as uh, same kind of intelligence. Fed but shit but even that I'm a little wary of the same kinds of people. That's not an, you're not saying a specific person. It's the same kinds of people. Yeah, I mean, I could just say, just like basically Israel is uh, basically pushing this shit the whole time. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Have a good night. All right. Uh, we're a little bit behind, but I'm going to give El Vicaro the last call. El Vicaro, you there? Yes, I am. And it's a good thing you didn't catch the uh, last thing I said there. <laughs> Was it about the, the Jews and we just missed it? No. <laughs> No, I was I was talking with uh, Dangerous Spaces about what the topic was going to be, and I said elk hunt, and ah. he heard the K and the hunt ah. together. Yeah, and so I um, responded that it s- sounded like I was saying the cunt in Spanish, and then I was like, "Wait a second, L is masculine, though." Wait, do you speak mm. Spanish? N- only a little bit. Is is. Pies or or pies? Does that mean feet? Like how? Like a distance? I, I don't know. Because there was a sign in Home Depot today that said "Stay six pies apart." <laughs> I, I, I suppose. So. Yeah, it's a good bet. But yeah, so blonde, I just sent you uh, within the past hour or so, or if that, uh, some DMs on Telegram with some pictures oh. from the successful hunt. Okay. All right. Let's and it will restore your your faith in in beards. Um, you won't find a single dick pic of mine on the internet, much less videos of me with dildos up my ass. I appreciate that. That's a nice beard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Rasputiny. I've seen I've seen the beard. Yeah, I can vouch for it. Is yeah. that a, a female moose? That is that is a female cow, or it's a cow elk. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was about three weeks ago, I think. But it was kind of interesting. For the first three days of that hunt, I had to hunt all by myself. That sounds depressing. Or nice. Well, it it was kind of nice for the first day and a half to two days. But I was back in a place, like, I didn't have any face-to-face conversations with anybody because the, the roads that I took to get into where I was keep the riffraff out. Keep the riffraff but, out. Well, yeah, it's like a little road that's at one part that's you need a shitload of four wheel low to get up there. And then there's one part where it's like a 400 foot drop off and it's wide enough for one vehicle and oh. people freak out. But yeah, so anyways, I get on to the backside of this mountain range. Um, it's called the Luera Mountains that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Drive, drive up over them and get into the backside where I know there's elk and I wasn't seeing anything in part because I was hunting alone. And also, I think, you know, they have four legs and they tend to move around from day to day. But finally, my buddy got down there and uh, we left camp at five o'clock in the morning because it's like an hour and a half drive. We dropped down into the valley. and First thing he, he says, it's like 630 in the morning. And my buddy goes, Stop. Puts his binoculars up, and there was a herd right there. Like, well, not right there, about 1,300 yards away. Hmm. Huh. So we waited for him to drop down 
the ridge that they were on to where they couldn't see us, just shut the vehicle down. And we got out and we looped around, went over a couple of ridges and then got up and uh, finally spotted them, ducked down, went around and uh, found a tree that we could keep them behind visually. Got up next to it and unfortunately there wasn't a place for a good stable shooting position. So I had to rely on timing when I pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. But uh, 378 yards with an AR-10, 260 Remington. Wow. And I, I could show you the pictures of what it, again, will do to an elk, because that's probably a 550, 600-pound animal. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Elk is fucked up. Yeah, you didn't see once the skin came off. Oh, oh, come on. I don't want to see that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, well, then the grizzly part comes, because we were a half mile off the road when we shot her. And uh, I don't think I would have gotten caught if I'd four-wheeled to her, but I don't think I could have. But uh, so how to get an elk out when you're not on the road. Oh, God. Yeah, that's uh, as, as much interest as I have in elk hunting. The, um, the process of getting that thing out of there, which, of course, um, the manual labor of it is something I'm not looking forward to. But the thing that freaks me out around here, there are... Uh, as far as the grizzly attacks that do happen around here, a large portion of them are elk hunters uh, handling their kill. And yeah. so it's like it, it generally, if you got a group of guys, you're going to be fine. But if you're talking like one or two dudes, that's a serious risk. And I don't know if I'm up for that. Yeah. we don't have the grizzlies here, but that's why you hunt with an AR 10, Matt. <laughs> well, well, I guess, but you know, at the same time, that's not uh, necessarily a guarantee of anything either. I just, I, I'm not interested in the grizzly encounter, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not either. But yeah, so basically, I know how to quarter an elk out in the field and pull all the cuts of meat off. Mm-hmm. So you basically go Mexican cartel on the, the elk, except you, you make sure she's dead first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very kind of you, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes, yes. Uh, well, congratulations, man. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Process it. Oh, so in, in two things real quick before I get out of your hair. Pederast is the word that you're looking for. It's not hebophile. Yeah, I thought or is that, peder- may too. that that may be too. I think they they may be there may be overlap or they may be the same thing. See, I think um, pederasty is a, a male specific term as in attraction to young males. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. The other thing is, is I want Odyssey to start growing, which means that we need normie content for Odyssey. Otherwise, normies won't go. So I'm starting a retro gaming channel. Oh, there you over go. Over there. Um, it's, God, what did I call it? El Bacero's Retro Gaming and Retarded How Shit. How retro are we talking? What, uh, what platform? Uh, all the way back to at least Atari 2600 and up through Nintendo Wii. Are you you're oh, able okay. to capture all of that? I've got all the emulators on my desktop. Oh, so you, you run it off your computer. I see. I thought you were like mm-hmm. running the actual consoles. I, I have every single Atari game known to man, including the pornographic ones. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I didn't know there were. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. Well, thank you, man. Congrats. Have a nice night. See ya. You as well. And uh, happy new year. Thanks. You as well. All right. That'll do it on uh, calls tonight. We do have just a couple a handful of email questions to get through. Um, as a reminder, if you would like to participate in the show, but you're having trouble getting in live or uh, 
or you um, you can't participate live, send us uh, an email question. The one and only place to do that is the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com slash contact. And we will uh, answer those at the end of each uh, week's stream as we will right now. McMonahan says, which do you think is more powerful for saving the West, voting or praying? <laughs> <laughs> You know the answer. Interesting you know the strategies. Answer. Well, Literally, praying is the answer. I can't believe that if I were going to pick one, I would probably be more inclined. To... <laughs> Am I really going to pick prayer as the go-to? Um, they're both Ironically, used... this is your faith. Your your faith is failing you. Your faith in the Constitution <laughs> is leading you to prayer. Well, it's it's actually not. It's not. Again, I we we talk about this frequently. I don't actually think it's a failure of the Constitution. I think it's a failure of our fidelity to it. I think yeah. it's a, a failure of um of us as as people to well, and particularly those who swear an oath to it to uphold that oath. Um, but they're both. Let's put it this way: I think that they're. I wouldn't treat it as either or. I would still do both. And and when I say prayer, I don't even. I mean, I'm not. I'm not treating that as a strictly religious practice. I mean, belief in a, I'm going to treat prayer as sort of a, a, a faith in a better tomorrow, a belief in a better tomorrow, okay. a positive attitude type thing. That's very important. And some people achieve that through prayer. Some don't, but if you don't have a reason to get up in the morning and live on for tomorrow, it's very, it's very tough to build anything and do anything productive. For so for, for that reason, I, I shouldn't be so dismissive of prayer it, it, as a as a broad concept, whether you believe in the religious aspect or not. A faith in tomorrow is a crucial piece of any productive human existence. So, well, an understanding that you're not going to live forever is also essential. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, one of the many lessons we have learned rather painfully over the last two years. Uh, this, you're thank you. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, this is from Long Don John. Knowing what a black what a black pill time this time last year was, if you could go back and call into the show in early January 2021, what mm. would you say to yourselves in the audience armed with the knowledge of all events that would happen in that year? I mean, what really would have helped us? Convert a dollar into literally any other asset. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> and I tried to live I was kind of aware of that. But I mean, I tried to live that philosophy throughout the year. So that was at least somewhat I was somewhat aware of that this time last year, although probably should have done more. Um, what um, else? Take over your local elections because the federal government's not going to do anything to help you out. But we already knew that in 2021. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that was a unique lesson of last year. Last year was really just a double down on all the surprise bullshit that was 2020. From the previous year. Um, I And we totally knew what was up. I guess if I was going to tell myself anything, don't have don't have any delusions that that people are going to snap out of their mass formation psychosis, as Malone would put it, that that one day they're going to don't have any delusions that. um, Well, no, we did learn something. Um, And I think I would have seen this going into the year. Uh, There's a bunch of people that are committed to that mass formation psychosis. Regardless that that vaccination won't be enough. I just saw before we started streaming, L.A. is now mandating that employers provide masks to their employees and they say vaccination is not enough that that this march is going to go well beyond. If you had any delusions this time last year that vaccination marked the return to normalcy, that was blown out of the water. That did not happen. 
No. I'd like to think I would have been skeptical of that, that that yeah. was going to happen this time last year, but I don't remember. Maybe I thought it was going to turn around. I also don't remember. Hmm. Anything else you want to add? No, I mean, I think we kind of knew it was going. I And I also, um, I subscribe to the Star Trek version of events where you can't inform your future self of future events because it changes the trajectory of everybody's life. So I would say nothing. Oh, is that like butterfly effect type stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, hmm. you know. Timja the Rice Man says, as much as a professional, as much as professional sports are a breeding ground for social justice, they've been a force on the side of anti-lockdown. Incidentally, as a surge of NFL players tested positive these past weeks, the league reduced its protocols to ultimately protect the bottom line. Is the influence of sports leagues to reopen the economy worth the SJW nonsense? Well, this has been difficult for me because I've watched Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers become something of a. Uh, a cultural asset to the people who are Corona. I don't even like skeptics because it's, there's nothing to be skeptical of. It's proven bullshit. This isn't like, I have a theory that some, we might be being deceived. It's bullshit. Corona realist is what Aaron Rodgers is. And I yeah. hate him for football reasons. Cause I hate the Packers, but it's been awesome to. So the deal with Aaron Rodgers, you may not have seen, he, implied to everyone that he was vaccinated because he said he'd been in, immunized over the summer. And then it okay. came out later that he was not vaccinated. He got Rona and he had to sit out a game and everyone was all pissed off at him. And he keeps going on Pat McAfee's podcast. And but he was immunized. Well, that's what, that's why he said immunized, not vaccinated. And everyone inferred mm. that it meant vaccination, but it mm. didn't. And he's been going on Pat McAfee's show, dropping little, pieces of information that are pissing people off he just recently referenced that he had ayn rand's atlas shrugged on his bookshelf behind that's him. pissing people off yes and i know it's it's like this is not he's not saying insane controversial things but he is dropping things here and there that said do i think that even if aaron Rodgers or a few individuals here and there are kind of saying things that are of cultural value is that is that offsetting the the social justice propaganda that not individuals but the league have been putting forth for the last couple of years? No, I, I think that it's been a I think it's been a net cultural negative, and that's one reason why. Um, do I enjoy a football game? Yeah. Do I kind of feel bad about it? Yeah. And has my emotional investment in the NFL been severely damaged by their bullshit? A hundred percent. They're in a weird spot. It's like you watch a football game. I've mentioned it before. Every end zone now says end racism or a similar mantra. Yeah. And they're going to be in a weird position in a few years because it's like, well, one, you've invested millions of dollars into ending racism and you didn't yet. So why haven't you fixed the problem? Or are they just going to stealthily delete that message from the end zone? And then the question will be, did you did you do it or did you give up? It's, they're in a weird position with all this propaganda because eventually they'll have to it's either that they're unable to solve the problem that they're all about solving or they'll have to just yeah. erase it and walk away that's true and, and everything is just a, a generality and racism we're all in this together it takes everyone whatever anyway so oh, no i think is... i think it's a net negative the sports stuff has been net negative all right. Look at that. Rick says, don't you think ASU was just being crafty with their three pages on civility punishment for those race baiter chicks? Instead of just expelling them outright, ASU gave them some ropes to hang themselves with first. No way those two galaxy brains 
are able to write three full pages to the faculty without resorting to threats of physical violence or intimidation, then ASU can safely shit-can them without fear of some frivolous civil rights lawsuit. Maybe. That'd be really smart. Yeah, it's also notable that ASU said, as far as I can tell, said nothing publicly about that. Though I'm sure that's policy. Obviously, they're probably not going to comment publicly on student discipline, I suppose. Yeah. But that was a very public episode, and they issued a statement that they were investigating, and then they never followed up. We only found found out about the punishment because those crazy chicks posted about it. I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I would like to see. I'm not saying they have to expel them and broadcast it, but if that's not expellable, I don't know what is. You're harassing people. You're harassing students on campus. And then when you're caught and you have to address it, then you say that you're coming for the school to get them too. exactly right. Get the hell out of here. Leave. You obviously hate it here. Go away. That's the answer. Give them and fine. Give them a, if they complain about the money. Yeah. Okay. Here's all your, here's all, here's your money back or at least the, yeah. the tuition that you've already paid that you might miss out on. Maybe not a refund for the classes they've already attended. ASU's obviously, cheap, probably one of them is a grad student though. So who knows how expensive her education A grad is. student that that was really, I didn't look into mm-hmm. who they are individually that much. I suppose the dyke is the grad student. She's that old. She looks pretty young. I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, you can probably be, a, you can be a grad student by the time you're 22. Yeah. She's well, black, she has, so she could be 15 or 40. Nobody will ever know. She certainly has the right credentials to get immediate advancement yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. in this systemically racist academic She'll be teaching world. at Gonzaga in, in no time. Um, yeah. Bobby, not a fed Collins. Matt, now that you have drawn your line in the sand for accepting the black pill, what kind of plans do you have to ensure the integrity of the nation hmm. is secured? Are there any militia groups you can recommend asking for a fed? I mean- a friend. God, man. It's, apparently, this is uh, this is going to be sent straight to the FBI tonight. No, I mean, uh, I, I don't have any specific groups that I that I am in or could or would recommend on the air, obviously. Um, if you're on if you're in a militia group, don't talk about it online. Meet in person <laughs> and, and make sure everybody's phone is off. That's fight club shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I did. And in in general, this isn't even with the the pending black pills. It's good to know your neighbors. It's good to have an emergency response plan. Mm-hmm. Period. The, the I think we face social strife and government abuse as a possible emergency. But earthquakes exist, tornadoes exist, fires exist. You should be able to take care of those things in your community. Uh, regardless of whether the problems that you face are are uh, by the government hand or by nature's hand or anything else. So um, it, it doesn't have to be this like, uh, I, I don't know, this like a, like a left wing media stereotype guys um, in full kits with rifles all the time. That, that's certainly a part of preparedness, but it's just about knowing your neighbors and knowing what you would do if your power got cut out and you had to feed yourself for X amount of time. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should be doing. Incompetent hand says, one of your thoughts on some election predictions. Sorry, blonde. This is the only way I can make a girl moan. <laughs> Hold on. You, I, where, I don't have my sound. You earned a rim shot on that one. I have to credit it. That was good. <laughs> Despite the influx of hundreds of thousands of blue state people moving to Florida, I still see DeSantis uh, 2022 landslide coming. However, DeSantis won by a thin margin in 2018 and with a big SCOTUS abortion decision in the summer to rally the left. Do Dems keep DeSantis in Florida as the devil they know, always foiling their COVID narrative, or do they take out a major stronghold of freedom but open up Ron's schedule for 2024 as Trump's friction with his base rises? Was AOC in Miami a test balloon? Sorry again, Blonde. Next week's question will be about the uh, the 
the holodeck? I don't even know what that is. Well, in Star Trek, (laughs) it's like a it's like a computer program where you can create your own expressed reality. Oh, to exercise or to live in some kind of fantasy world. Got gotcha. Uh, how do I see this going? Uh, anything short of just absolutely embarrassing Democrat defeat, I don't find believable. That's just me personally. <laughs> I know. Yeah, especially in Florida. I don't see uh, DeSantis losing. I don't know who the Democrats are going to run, but they just they're not selling anything. They're running. They're running on a platform of January 6th and economic denialism. Yeah, they're telling exactly. you, you got we heard the message from Joe Biden. I guarantee they're going to do it come campaign season. No, no. Your checkbook is wrong. Your wallet is wrong. Your perception that you're spending more at the gas station or the grocery store is wrong. Actually, this is the strongest economy we've ever had. It's just you get the you have the wrong information about it. Yeah, that's their they're running on delusion and some sort of uh, terroristic fantasy in January yeah, 6th. Exactly. That's it, that, which is itself a delusion. They're running on fantasy and it's just not going to I don't think it's going to sell well. So they're going to get wrecked. That's my prediction. Or at least I they they must, or I don't believe the votes are real. Or it's over. It's black pill skag from now on. Um, Flanagan's. Flanagan's. Ah. January 5th show question regarding January 6th action. Do you see any value in hashtag epiphany or uh, hashtag agent provocateur day usage, Twitter, et cetera? Um, or creating a Wikipedia article to document the counter narrative to the government's gaslighting attempts regarding January 6th. Why even bother wasting your time with Wikipedia? You, you, somebody will immediately take it down. Um, yeah. Don't bother. Everybody knows Wikipedia is a leftist uh, propaganda outlet, and so is Twitter. So, so you know, why? Like when I heard Marjorie Taylor Greene got banned on Twitter, I was like, she hasn't been banned already. Why is anybody using still Twitter? Still using Twitter? It's so lame. It is, but the one thing that's great about Twitter, and I'm not even saying this is a shot at the other platforms because they're building cool tech and I respect them for trying to build something for after Twitter is done. It's the place you go to to see all the insane takes from the crazy people. That's the fun of Twitter. I guess. And it it doesn't currently exist anywhere else. And to watch people, the thing is the fights still happen on Twitter too. Yeah. That's what Twitter has. Can't be that can be Fine. replaced elsewhere, but don't do you remember you remember a time long ago before you were banned when you would just eviscerate cat ladies on Twitter and you know that you loved that. I loved it. So I just said be sitting in my Seattle apartment, my high rise apartment, smoking weed and tweeting just horrible obscenities about people that made them <laughs> cry themselves to sleep. You know, truly, it might have been one of the happiest times of my life. And but it's also. I've engaged in a Twitter fight or two myself, uh, but I don't do that very much uh, anymore. Almost never because it's such a waste of time. And you know, when you kind of get, you almost get like emotionally invested in that Twitter fight where you're like refreshing to see the replies. Yeah. And you're like, you realize what the hell am I doing? I could do, especially when you got a number of things. Yeah. Now that you, now that we're older, we have kids, we have families. I am not going to waste my time on a Twitter fight when I could be having quality time with my son or doing literally anything else or watching your wife have quality son to time with your son while you sit there. Yeah. <laughs> Strategize. Let's do my day will catch. come. It's just not today. Yeah. Yeah. He'll need fathering in a few years. Um, Matt Janiga says, 
did some more research on criminal head shapes. I've come to the conclusion blonde will be in jail within the next five years. It's not true. Look how tall my my forehead is and my widow's peak. I've got a I've got a very non-criminal head shape. Although well, wait, I have is it committed in, a like, lot of crimes. Is it in the actual like dome of the skull or what is the mostly like a lot of it is like having like a, a bulbous triangle shaped head. like a light bulb shape. There's some criminality in that too. Okay. All right. Holden Mulray. Hi, Truth Seekers. Conflate a topic of the day, education, when two activist students harass two others studying. What may you conclude regarding their respective fields of study? Is college all the same? Cheers. Um, wh- why is anybody going to college? At this it, would be, it would be very hard for me to advise my son today to go unless it was for a specific professional purpose, no. like you want to become a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. If it was yeah. just abstract thinking degree, which is what I did. Um, it'd be hard for me to advise right now, even though I value my experience. I don't think that's available to, I don't think that's commonly available right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Holmes Bart Poe already said she invited you. Uh, I sadly am unfamiliar with this channel and content. If somebody could link it to me, I, I don't remember seeing anything in my, in my inbox. Um, Holmes Bart also said Blade Runner is a masterpiece. Matt is wrong. While Matt <laughs> hated that movie. Uh, yeah, that uh, that is that is just nonsense. You are fake news. Majorison says, love you guys. We love you too. I'm a psychopath. Hey, Matt, how's the snow over there right now? I'm 50-50. I'm going to Big Sky Snowboarding next week. Work is retarded right now, so I m- might miss the trip, but I'm hoping things work out. Uh, I haven't been up to Big Sky since the since the 23rd, yeah, the Thursday before Christmas. I'll probably go back up this weekend, but it, I can tell you it's snowing a lot uh, in the area. I don't know where you are right now, but... It's been steadily snowing in Bozeman and Big Sky for the last like week straight, basically. So I imagine it's probably pretty good up there, assuming that the ticket prices aren't insane, which they probably are. But um, they don't have any mask nonsense in the lodge or anything, do they? No, they did last year though, and and last year uh, snowboarding has always been such a huge part of my life, and it will be, even though at this point it's less so. Like I'm less passionate about it than I was in my teen years and in my early twenties, but it's still you know, something I do each and every year and something I probably will forever. But last year was really damaging because of the mask nonsense. And they, they had separate lines for the lifts. Big sky has been getting really crowded the last few years. Normally that historically that wasn't the case, but it's been discovered and, and um, crowds of people are becoming a problem. And so they had two separate lines to get on the lift. One was I'm comfortable riding with other people, which yeah, they're eight Dude, person stop lifts. It, like Rebecca, God, you you have to be comfortable riding with other people because you can't be the only person on an eight person lift in a yeah. crowd of people. You jackass. Is that what they were doing to the people? Yes, in the other they allowed people to say, "I'm not comfortable riding with people I don't know" because of Corona. And so I took a picture of it last year. I could find it on my Twitter account. I was up higher, looking down on the base area on one of the lifts, and it's like this is this is for safety for Corona safety. Because you're only putting two people on six or eight man lifts and it's a massive humanity in the base area. I'm talking like probably 500 people all crowded together trying to get on the lift because it's so backed up and we're doing this for safety and not a damn who the hell got Corona on a chairlift. You're in a full winter suit. And the thing is, I hated it so much. It's it's winters are cold here, obviously, that so I would wear I often wear a full face mask. Because it's fucking cold and there's a lot of wind on your face. Now it's like 
I hate putting a mask over my face even for that purpose. So I will bear the cold. I'll just grow a longer beard, I guess, and then deal with it that way. But um, um, anyway, I, I, I could go on and on. But they, the, to answer the question, all that stuff's out the window now. The corona bullshit is gone, at least in Big Sky. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's like at Schweitzer. Incompetent Hands 30 says, caught up on red ice this week, blonde. Can you yell at Lana on both of our behalves and tell her it's hoax hate, not hate hoax? Thanks. Hmm. Great video today, Matt. See you Sunday, Mr. <laughs> Thank blonde you. and Mr. Skag. Okay. I, I will actually do that. Um, I guess I'm not that Goldfish. partial. Do you think, are you really, uh, seriously speaking, are you partial to the, or, to the phrasing? Hoax hate makes more sense hmm. grammatically. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I it doesn't bother me either way though. JT Goldfish. Hi, Blonde. How can I stop my bigotry? My daughter wants to be a boy. I disagree with it, but I don't want to lose custody of her or lose her in any other way. Also, thank you for not judging my grammar. Um. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what do you do? Especially if you live in Canada. I don't even know how to answer this. Yeah, it's you know, uh... girls are easily influenced, which is how she got into the situation anyway. Um. So what you want to do is be subversive. Make her want to be a girl. You know? Why would any girl uh, want to be a man re- right now? Reverse what psychology is what you're talking about. Well, no. Kinda, uh, no. Uh, girls have fragile egos. So like, if if there's something about being a girl that would make her feel valuable or beautiful or like desired by boys, unless she's a lesbian... She's a lesbian. I don't even have an answer to this. Hmm. All, all I know, and uh, this, I don't, I'm really sorry to hear of situations like this. I remember we had that call a few months ago. It was exactly like this. It was terrible. Um, yeah. If there's any hill to die on, it is the protection of your children. That is the hill. Mm-hmm. And if we don't die on that hill, that's a, that's a moral failure. So, and could you shoot me an email? Because th- 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 also there's some things I don't understand about this. Like, are you in a custody dispute? Uh, because it might be more important to be subversive uh, in a custody dispute. But in terms of the government taking away your child because you refuse to allow them to gender transition, I think you would have a wider latitude for overt um, manipulation of her belief system. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, whatever the circumstances, you can't submit submit to any state coercion on this. Right. Absolutely yeah. not. That's a hill to die on. Uh, end of discussion. If there's strategy about how to reach, about how to get her to sort of postpone any thoughts that she might have as a young person and, and just wait this out, that that's harder for me. How do you? That's rough. Yeah. That's that's a that's a parental strategy discussion. That's a little bit over over my head at this point, or above my parental pay grade because I'm not quite there. Yeah, but, me um, but Godspeed in that. And um, I don't know. I mean, when, when in doubt, I my parental philosophy, I think, will just be honesty. Um, yeah. It will just be a discussion with my my son and any daughters I may have in the future. Listen, this is this is what I would advise for these reasons, not because I say so, because but because this leads to happiness. This is the truth. I, I, I don't want to rely just on like heavy handed boss man, put my foot down though. Of course I'm dad and I may have to, but I want my son to understand the reasons why I want him yeah. to understand exactly why I advise the things I do, not just because I say so. So yeah. that would be probably be my approach. Uh, freaking sweet taco. I'm going to read this. I don't care. 
I'm doing it. Giddle me this, blonde. Who controls your media and makes all your shows, though naming them directly is a bit on the nose? <laughs> You're clearly talking about Muslims, right? right? The Chinese. I, I make this show. <laughs> it's a bit Which, on my nose. Yeah, I make this show. That Scando nose. Yeah. He's got to stand on his wide, flat feet all day with his Scando nose. That's true. I show. do have those. Um, I don't know why I knew that. Probably because we showed feet sandals. on the show once. No, it's because I've seen you in sandals. I think I only wore those like at the place we stayed, right? I don't think I wore those out, or did I? I don't. I don't remember. It was so fucking hot. I don't ever wear sandals out, but it was ninety-five degrees and ninety-five percent humidity, so maybe I did. I can't yeah. remember. Um, Majorson says, "Still love you. We love you too." Uh, Logan Orr lived in Taiwan for a couple of years. They're way better than the nips. <laughs> I forgot that that's a Japanese slur. I was thinking nipples. <laughs> My so-called mixed channel. And I got your origami. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, hey, guys. Happy New Year to you both. Bringing some hopium from Pittsburgh. Love you, Chris. Mm. We love you, too. Happy New Year, man. And yeah, the uh, the origami is always cool. So thank you. I know. That. I'm not supposed to have a favorite patron, but like he's... Really up there. Steven Sugars. I haven't heard you guys talk about the Potter verdict conviction for an accident. Taser, taser, taser. Personally, I think there is value in the jury system, but recently it's failing so much. We talked about it on Sunday. Yeah, we talked about it um, a couple like brief segments for the last two or three weeks as, as the trial developed. Admittedly, I didn't follow that as closely as, say, the Rittenhouse trial. Um, the analysis I was reading from Andrew Bronca made it sound like, and he does good analysis. I'm not taking shots at it, but he he was making it sound like the legal basis for the conviction here is really dicey because the, Mm -hmm. the idea that she committed criminal recklessness was a pretty, pretty dicey case. But so I don't know. I mean, did the jury just get it wrong? Are we dealing with a politically motivated jury? What are we dealing with? I I don't know, but it, it does seem that as a matter of law, that one probably went the wrong way. Bree, I made it a point to never touch any of my kids' friends ever. They're 19, 19, and 21, and I can count on one hand the number of times I did due to emergencies. It's not hard to keep your hands off kids. I know. I know. But I also don't want to live in a society where we, like, withhold physical affection either. Because that's an important part of being a parent and not necessarily being a parent's friend, though. Hmm. You know, but I don't want to be weird in either direction. Yeah. Uh, Selrin says Maxwell's dad was tied to MI6 and CIA and Mossad. He was deep with all the intel agencies. It's how he lived as long as he did and why they killed him. Yeah, I think that we need to take a long, hard look at Maxwell. She's not in jail right now. See, that's well, that's the thing that's hard to understand. If there are like all these powers that be that that are on her side or or. Um, uh, on on the side of Epstein and her together, um, there are a bunch of questions. Then one, why is she thrown under the bus, and and who is she protecting by ostensibly sitting in jail, which is what we're supposed to believe, or is she just not there at all? Is this whole thing just a public show for us to believe that she's there? On the nose. We don't. It's not like we have a camera to I see know. that. Yeah. Someone give Convenient. me a sketchy. Uh, someone give me a poorly drawn sketch of her sitting in her jail cell to prove. Elizabeth that she is Holmes there. has been photographed repeatedly outside of the courthouse. That's a high profile case as well. That's I true. Seen fuck all about Maxine. Are there not photos of Ghislaine Maxwell outside the courthouse? Was she given some kind of special? I said Maxine Waters. Or, no, well, she. 
She was in jail the whole time too, though. Wasn't wasn't uh, what's her face out? Yeah, I think she's on bail. So would that convicted. be why there are no photos? Is that why? I don't know. I mean, there should be something, right? Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Uh, if you can't be convicted by a jury that contains victims of your type of crime, then explain to, uh, to me how war crime tribunals are ever legitimate. That's true. Like, I hear a lot about juries, um, like, like 12 white men, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, why does any of this really matter, I suppose? Uh, well, they and they only say it in one that's one thing that only goes in one direction. If it was uh, all black jury, that's not a problem and it wouldn't be reported. Yeah, really. Um, Esoterica Unbound. Take heart. The statist freaked out about the poll. Uh, get it. Only about a third of American colonists actually wanted independence from Britain. Oh, I scrolled. Um, and yet our national anthem isn't God Save the Queen. That's true. That's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. of people. And I, uh, I, I tend to believe that uh, I... I I am shocked that the percentage of Americans who say that violence against government is never justified is that high. But I also think that poll is probably underestimating or under um, counting probably because of people, people who are afraid to give their true opinion opinion. about that. But if that's extrapolated, this is if the questioning of the poll was appropriate and it wasn't uh, some selection bias based on demography, that if this is extrapolated to the general public, then that means that uh, a third of the country, the country's 333 million. So what is that? 110, roughly 110 million Mm -hmm. people. That's a fuckload of people. There are 400 million guns in this country. But that's the thing. It's not just like the question isn't, are you willing to, um, physically resist the government. Susan. That's true. The question yeah. is, is it ever justified? And that's such an easier question to answer. Like, do I, am I willing to physically resist injustice to the government? Well, yeah. Do, do I have any desire to do that? Of course not. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. But is it ever justified? Yes. Of course. Right. Yeah. Thunderstorm. Has anybody heard of this thing called nationalism? It looks like a great idea. Yeah. When you're proud of your country. I can't be a nationalist right now. What a joke. Well, um, I am proud of the values on which the country is built. I think we're doing. I'm trying not to do this gesture. Help me out. Yeah. I think we're doing a horrific job of living up to it. But I'm I'm incredibly proud of the philosophy on which this country is founded. Yeah. For sure. Personally. (laughs) Well. No, I suppose in the interest of time, we'll There's no leave consent. that one be. But. You constitutional conservatives, I've been listening to too much legal, man. Uh, you constitutional conservatives obsessed with consent. I didn't consent to the Constitution. How could I possibly consent to that? Yet I'm bound to it. But it it is designed to maximize consent. That's the whole point. In its, in its design, you have the consent of, uh, of your own state. And to the extent that you don't consent to, to the government in your state, however it's handled, you can leave. Right. But because it's designed to optimize consent, I, by default, must consent to it. There's a grand irony in all of that. It's multi-layers. Well, to the extent that we accept government as something that is necessary to exist, do we agree on that point or do we not? No. I mean, that's just anarchism, which you can argue for. I, I wouldn't consider myself an anarchist. I think that government serves a necessary purpose. I don't think we a need limited a purpose. federal government. I think we do for a very specific, limited set of purposes that have mostly to do with our relationship with the rest of the world. Yeah, that's true. That's it. But our military is such a joke now that it's like. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think things like border defense, military, those have to be federal. And to some extent, there's federal implication in interstate conflict. States feuding with each other legally or potentially crimes that cross state lines. There's that sort of stuff. But is the federal government's job to be your babysitter? Absolutely not. And that's what we're... So I just saw somebody in the live chat say a republic is about consent, not democracy. And I believe that. I believe that that's true. But what about the non-consenting individuals that um, have no legal ability to secede from the union at this point in time? People well, do I, not agree uh, to the to constitutional values, to being part of this country anymore, and then they 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 have no way to leave the country. Um, yeah, but, then, but that's yeah, I, that's the problem with the federal concentration of power because you would have a way to leave if the federal government basically did next to nothing. Right, but it's been fucked since the Civil War. Then yeah, yeah, the rock but, uh, goes but, way back. But, but I guess that's my point: is it's not necessarily. Uh, a problem with the the structure if the structure is properly implemented and maintained it's a problem with how we've but we had, but we had it. lost the plot almost from the get-go the civil war was was hardly a century uh it wasn't even a century after ratification and we still managed to fuck everything up by then so how strong can the constitution possibly be if we weren't able to hold a nation together for a century uh, as strong as our commitment to it and that's that's the problem that we face today yeah you know and it, but uh, but yeah, maybe maybe the answer is we break this shit up, which is, seems like it's headed that way. Truculent Phillips, about nine months ago, you gave me the, the advice to just try to really enjoy and appreciate my time with my loved ones. Moved out of Michigan and being a better father. Thanks for everything you guys give me every week. Thank you. Well, I'm glad to hear it. That's uh, that's great news. And congratulations on um, on restoring what really matters. I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Hold on, Miller. Important question: M and M's or Skittles? Um, that's easy. It's it's got to be peanut M and M's. Peanut oh. Skittles. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was with you on the M and M versus Skittle battle, but peanut M and M's. What the? F- mm. Good God. Well, you get that uh, crunch, you know. We'll we'll agree that Skittles uh, belong in the Suck. one of the deepest Garbage. depths of hell. Oh, I know. I'd rather eat Rolos than Skittles. <laughs> I barely even remember what a Rolo tastes like. It's like a like a hard candy that's like caramel and chocolate, but it never gets smaller ever. Uh. It's gross. It tastes like old soda. Um, Ham Magnuson says, "I came to create division." Thoughts on Elvis Presley, Murdoch, Murdoch, and Murdoch Chan costumes at Halloween 2022. I would love that. Um, what about thoughts on Elvis Presley? I mean, like the quality of his music. I think he was a talented handsome heartthrob i i know almost nothing about him other than his obvious uh greatest hits so i'm i, I can't participate in the division mm. there are peanut butter m&ms are you guys serious? those are good yeah those are legit <gasps> i've never had them yeah uh, another um m&m variant that's awesome is the minty ones yeah they're oh. good i don't know if they're a christmas only thing or if they're all the time and the other thing mini m&ms the best the tiny m M&M. it's it's like i don't know it's a texture thing or whatever they just it's the exact same chocolate it's just the tiny ones are better can we all agree that reese's cups are the best candy they're fine they're not the best well what's the best candy a snickers bar probably yeah okay. that's probably what i would go with all right i'll get over the groundhog day thing though yeah um mike driver I don't know where you're all sitting as far as latitude, longitude. If I'm in Minnesota, do you cover how to survive four seasons? Who do you suggest as far as uh, info for us up north? 
Oh man, like survival information or channels. I'm I'm not super keen on that, to be honest. Um, I'm not a big consumer of like of the survival content. I know a little bit here and there, and you know, my dad knows more than I do because my dad's into the, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but I wouldn't be able to recommend. I wouldn't be able to recommend like a specific place for that. Unfortunately, me neither. I also don't know. I'm sorry, guys. But I um, get your get your search on, and I'm sure you'll find uh, some good. There's got to be like survival content out there. That's got to be like a sphere of uh, YouTube or Rumble or wherever you're, yeah. you're watching. Oh, definitely, totally. Um, Matthew Malloy, Matt, your video today was one of the best I've ever seen on any tube. Well, thank you. I'm not. I don't know if it's deserving of that praise, but I, I certainly appreciate it. And uh, uh, well, I, I will. I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, doesn't matter. Your message was deleted. We'll send you that money back if you shoot us an email. AD says, how long do you think before uh, critical relations? Critical Hold race on. I, I had his message. I could see it and then I refreshed and now it's gone. It was something about the, the transparenting. Susan deleted a, a, ch- a super chat about the transparenting. Hey, doesn't matter. Can you drop it in the live chat and I'll read it? That's um, ridiculous. AD says, how long do you think before critical race theory is going, uh, is getting what they want by achieving balkanization in the U S is, is that what CRT is that what they want? No, that, that I must be reading this incorrectly to get what they want by achieving balkanization. I don't know that that's what they want though, because they want, uh, maybe they want, did, that mean, sp- did he mean to say government? Uh, before the CRTs, the centrists. The C- I don't know. I assume I it was a critical race theory reference, but yeah, it we might need some clarification be. on that. Here's the thing: is like these general progressive interests, though they they they're kind of interested in in separation in the form of segregation. Like we want identity groups to sort of have their own spaces, but they're not interested in balkanization, as in the separation of people with autonomous political power. They want full control of everybody, so they don't want them separated so far that they can't actually, um, that they can't actually tell them what to do. Okay, so does it matter? Um, he got banned for using caps, and it deleted his <laughs> oh, super chat. What? That's why. But it, it said skip the boy phase and make her do man level work. Ah, if 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 the daughter is thinking about becoming a a boy, yeah, just jump straight into manhood. Yeah, fine. All right, go chop that's, some that's trees. Idea. We're good over here. All right. I think we're all set, but uh, let me double check Tippy stream and we will call it a night. Uh, just a couple over here. John 9A says, why would a person fake their own last name? Example, a person whose name is Goldman faking a name of Murphy. Why? Because he wanted to sound like some Irish Chad. I, I have no idea what that guy's motivations are, but um, I certainly won't be seeking advice from him anytime soon on any anything of importance or anything not of importance, frankly. Just a rumor says, uh, thanks for another great year of shows and happy new year to you and your families and the best audience on the YouTube sphere. Y'all rock. Well, thank you for Aww. keeping us in uh, in business and uh, on the air. We appreciate that. I am not going to be niggardly. And thanks for the kind words as well. Happy New Year to you. Uh, all right. I think we are all set then. Oh, we got one quick- more. 
Okay. Kelwin58 says, Forever Yours Candy Bar from the 80s seem uh, to have been renamed Milky Way Midnight upon their recent reintroduction. I also like Zero Bars and Jordan Almonds. I don't know what any of those things are. Hmm. Uh, Milky Way, obviously, but not the not the precursor. Milky Way's fine. And it's I so realize that fluff. I just... I want some crunch. I realize that I just criticized your peanut M&M taste. And normally I'm not actually... Uh, I don't really like peanuts. That's not... Uh, I don't know. But... Something about the combination of things in a Snickers is just perfect. Yeah. I don't know okay. why I like peanuts in that, but whatever. It's the crunch. I guess so. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. As always, appreciate it. Um, we will be back on Sunday to discuss whatever happens between now and then. I assume uh, a whole host of January 6th showmanship that is to come tomorrow and uh, um there's corona bullshit as always my favorite piece of corona bullshit so far this week someone got the flu and corona i saw it they called it flu rona i couldn't believe it i thought that had to be made up or that someone in the super chat made that up flu rona watch out it's coming for you uh we will see you sunday have a great night